MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Now I know what it's like to be on the other side when that thing hits. <laughs> Although Kathy does say, and now in sports, so you can expect it. But that scared the hell out of me. Today is Wednesday, the 8th day. <laughs> Of February. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the Archdiocese of Philadelphia says it is investigating after a video shows several students making racially charged comments while mocking a female whose face was painted in black. The Archdiocese says the video was brought to the attention of St. Hubert Catholic High School administration on Tuesday after its students posted images and videos on social media. In the video, you can hear a white female making several racist comments while spraying a substance onto another female whose face was painted black. You're a a black girl. Now you uh, know your roots. It's February. Uh, you're nothing but a slave, the female can be heard saying in the video. I'm black and I'm proud, another female says while others laughed. The Archdiocese says all those responsible will be disciplined appropriately in accordance with the St. Hubert School's handbook. A spokesperson for the Archdiocese released this statement uh, to Action News. Earlier this afternoon, it came to the attention of the St. Hubert administration that a handful of its students posted images and video on a social media platform of a racially charged nature. Catholic schools and the Archdiocese of Philadelphia seek to form young men and women of character. We view racism as a mortal sin. There is no place in our hearts and our minds and there is no tolerance for such behavior at St. Hubert uh, or any Catholic school. We are extremely disappointed to learn that anyone associated with St. Hubert's would act in such a matter which is entirely inconsistent with our values. Uh, This matter is being actively investigated. All those responsible will be disciplined appropriately in accordance with the school's handbook. A missing Florida Lyft driver who had ties to the Philadelphia region has died, oh. <clears throat> according to a family member. <clears throat> yeah, I was so sad to hear yeah, this. I was yeah. hoping that they would find this guy. Uh, at this time, my family and I are asking for privacy so we can process the unfortunate information we have received, said Lindsay DeBetta on Tuesday. Uh, she is the daughter of 74-year-old Gary Levin. Police in Florida and North Carolina had been searching for Levin for more than a week. His car was found in North Carolina, and the man driving it, Matthew Flores, was wanted in connection with a homicide in southwest Florida. Levin hadn't uh, been heard from since January 30th when his family says that he picked up uh, a customer in Delray Beach, Florida. Uh, The vehicle was seen on February 2nd in North Carolina after the U.S. Marshals Regional Task Force asked authorities to be on the lookout. Matthew Flores was arrested following a police chase through three counties. He he has not been charged with Levin's death. Authorities are investigating, however, how Flores obtained Levin's vehicle. Levin's family says they do not know if Flores was the passenger that he picked up in Delray Beach on January 30th. A man's body was found in a wooded area over the weekend not far from Levin's last known location. Authorities in Florida have not publicly publicly confirmed the identity of those remains. It might be Super Bowl for the players, but for the NFL's live event production team. This is the Super Bowl for them as well. John Barker, Senior Vice President of Global Event Production says you'll see more decor and fanfare. He said, we won't ruin the surprise, but game day is going to be really special. Super Bowl is always special, but Barker says this year it's even bigger. His team has been preparing for 22 months, and it's more than just what's happening during every snap, but it's also the show within the show, halftime. Rihanna will headline the halftime show, and one of the creative minds behind it is Willingboro, New Jersey native Adam Blackstone. 
Blackstone says everything is times 10 this year. We just want to make sure that we meet their expectations. Coming to the Super Bowl is very special to people. We just want to make sure that we're meeting those expectations. What was, uh, added Barker. What 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 do you think was the most outlandishly overdone halftime show in Katy Perry's was way over the top. It was crazy, right? Um and last year's was last, pretty nutty. What was Yeah, last but it, but, it, but it was cool. Oh, it was, yeah, they they the, did kind of that weird yeah. diorama. Yeah. 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 rooms. I thought it was big, but it also narrowed way down. You were focused more. I thought that was cool. Do I like that one. Remember the year they had like a like a couple hundred dancing Elvises yeah. and it was in 3D? Elvises? Oh, I don't yeah. remember that. Yeah. I remember they did like this year we highlight the X Games and yeah. you know skateboarders and bike you know guys doing the half pipe and stuff and I'm like okay ladies and gentlemen in a tribute to the delicate art of origami yeah. <laughs> Uh, there have been times when it's, I mean, like, I know Michael Jackson did a couple of them where they just yeah. had hundreds of dancers out on the field and stuff, and I was like, okay, this is ratcheted back too much, yeah. man, but, you know, there's, a, there's a balancing spot, but I thought last year's, I thought that was pretty cool. Well, I was and also, surprised. the whole genre was represented well, and yes. they had different time periods, and, yep. and, and I think it worked. Yep. Sorry, I was just looking for um, a list to see if there was, you know, the most elaborate uh, halftime shows or whatever. But th- there's a couple of lists out there. Presented by Floral and Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I liked the J-Lo uh, Shakira one. Yes, that was absolutely. Yeah. Uh, big expectations for over 100 million fans, including those uh, in the stadium and those watching on television. So they're saying it's going to be times 10 this year. We'll see. Times 10. Times okay. 10. In sports this morning. <laughs> Last night in Los Angeles, LeBron James passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and became the NBA's all-time scoring leader. It was a fadeaway jumper with 10.9 seconds left in the third quarter of a 133-130 loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder that sent James to the top of the scoring mountain. Abdul-Jabbar, who was in attendance, held the record for more than 38 years at 38,387 career points. James entered the game with 38,352 points, needing 36 to overtake Abdul-Jabbar. He finished the night with 38 points on 13 of 20 shooting to go along with seven rebounds, three assists, and three steals. Think about how long Kareem held that record. Yeah. Yeah. 30 decades. I mean, he got it, you know, he, he got his money's he worth. Got yeah. his yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sometimes yeah. somebody will break a record, and then two years later, it's passed. Right. And you're like, man, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> and he got to be there last and night. And he got to be there. Yeah, really yeah cool. that's cool. Abdul-Jabbar and NBA Commissioner Adam Silver watched the game from the baseline seats near the Lakers bench. The Sixers, who have won nine out of their last 11 games, are on the road tonight with the game in, uh, against the Boston Celtics. The Sixers are in third place in the Eastern Conference. Three games behind the Celtics for first tip-off is at 7.30. And the Flyers are at home tomorrow night with the game against Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. The puck will drop tomorrow at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. We're happy to have you on board again for a Wednesday morning. A few things we're going to tee up and get ready to go. Secret text where we have the opportunity to uh, win the Rolling Stones Grr Live. That's what it's called. G-R-R-R Live. Uh, DVD and two CD set. And it's uh, all you got to do is text the word secret to 39333 and we'll send you a word. And then later on, I'll just get a call in with that word. The designated caller wins that. We'll also get a random text or two. So go ahead 
and do that. And obviously, on top of that, we're going to go on, I think we're going to go on live on Fox Good Day because some of them are at the Super Bowl. I know uh, Mike and Alex are Yes, there. yeah. You know, so we're going to figure out how that's all going to work out. That the plan is to do something uh, like we normally do on Wednesday mornings. And obviously, throughout the course of today, we are going to check in with Casey and company as Casey's Big Game Adventure continues to roll across the country. Uh, they trekked across the Midwest yesterday and are heading in to uh, the Western Territories here shortly. And they spent the night in Oklahoma City last night, I believe. Uh, we'll get to them this morning and find out uh, exactly when we can expect them to pass through uh, Philadelphia, <laughs> New Mexico. Right. Which is the plan today, right, Nick? Are they going to? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're staying outside of uh, Las Cruces, um, New Mexico tonight. And uh, they are supposed to swing by Norman, Oklahoma, which is just south of Oklahoma City. And that's where the University of Oklahoma is, where Jalen Hurts went and Lane Johnson went. And after they got off the air with us yesterday, a few cool, interesting things happened. So we'll recap some of yeah. that with them. Yeah, uh, very cool. Uh, we have a game that we want to play with them this morning to do some giveaways. So we got some stuff uh, planned as uh, that, that vehicle continues to rocket across. <laughs> The country until they land where they need to be in Phoenix, taking their Philly things with them because it is a Philly thing, and that's and working. And they're going to leave them when they get there. But in the meantime, they're they're you know like I've said before, Johnny Appleseed along the way planting these green gold roses in the various Philadelphias in America. I loved how the the first time they did it to set everything off right, uh, they they a police officer pulled over yep. to check out what was going on. I like that. Yep. So uh, they've encountered a few other people, so we'll find out about that later on. Uh, we also have a couple of other guests on the program. Uh, Adam McKay is going to be joining us, a Philadelphia native son, and he's got to be feeling good with uh, the Eagles, and so we'll talk to him and all things Adam McKay because he's the. I mean, the like the menu, the most recent uh, thing he that he was love it produced yep. it producer, yeah. Uh, and, and we talked to him the last time the Eagles won the Super Bowl. That's right. In preparation for, so we're following through on that tradition. Great Adam McKay, who brought us Step Brothers and Anchorman and all the other great things, <laughs> will be on with us uh, in the nine o'clock hour. We're also going to talk to Jennifer David, who's the president and chief executive of the Make a Wish Foundation. Uh, in our area as well, and they have a cool online bid for a Super Bowl 57 VIP package. Nice. Which is cool, too. So we'll talk to them, and, uh, yeah, we'll just get it underway. I have uh, other things uh, for you to win and participate in, so we will take a quick break, come back in a second. The Entertainment Report and Super Question are on the way when we return. So hang out, why don't you? If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available on select areas. 
Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We will give away as a stupid question prize four pack of tickets for the Philly Home and Garden Show, which is happening uh, February 24th through the 26th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center, Oaks, PA. Question that we will pose to you is this. Who is the first player to sign with the WNBA? Hmm. Very first player to sign with the WNBA, 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, call right now. We'll see if you can win the prize. I have a bunch of birthdays to go through. Today being the eighth day of February, we'll start with author John Grisham. Uh, he turns uh, 68 years old today. And like Stephen King, he's one of those people who can just crank out book oh after God. book after book. And I, in general, uh, enjoy the movies that are made from his books. Yeah, they're very smart. Yeah. They're very done. I've only read... One book of his, it was The Client, and I enjoyed that. And I should probably, at some point, go back and read a few more of them because they're very intriguing. He did the uh, the Star Chamber as well in the Pelican Brief, right? I know he did the Pelican Brief, uh, probably the Star Chamber, and he did uh, The Firm, which was very successful for him. Good stuff. Uh, He is 68 years old today. Uh, Comedian and actor Robert Klein. One of my favorites. One of my idols. Me too. Yeah. Love that guy. Uh, have we ever spoken to him? We have a couple studios. times. Yeah, I had a, one of the years that I had a broken leg. He rode around on my scooter. Yeah, in studio. David Fastino drove him. <laughs> no, no, but he signed my cast. Yeah. and uh, yeah, it was, it was an honor to meet that guy. He's great. He's eighty-one years old today. Uh, Ted Koppel, it's his birthday today. Yeah, Koppel. Uh, he is. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is yeah, correct. Koppel. I think we got that. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. Koppel. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Ted Koppel uh, is celebrating his birthday today. Former. Host of uh, uh, ABC's uh, Nightline. His hair should be a wig, but it's actually real. I know. There was yeah. something about the side of it that was it's always really weird, weird looking to me. Yeah. And what's interesting about Nightline, for as, as long as that show ran, um, it was created because of the, um, uh, Iran the hostage, hostage situation. Uh, yeah. yeah, it started as just nightly check-ins. Right. And then it turned in, they were like, let's keep this permanent. It was doing better than what was in the time slot before it. Well, so they said, all right, let's go. He's 83. We got a lot of people in their 80s today, including Nick Nolte celebrating a birthday today. <laughs> yep, he is uh, He's a little grizzled. He is uh, 82 today. <laughs> One of my favorite pictures is him sleeping on the floor at a uh, at an airport. You know, I think he had newspapers, the classic newspapers as a blanket. Yeah. Uh, he's a very cash guy. We have in our studio a, uh, a poster that was signed here by director Brandon Eric Kamen, who is from Philadelphia. Yes. Nick Nolte starred in it, and it's called Rittenhouse Square. So he was walking around pretending he was, you know, he's kind of getting into the character of this this sort of homeless guy. Yeah. And an actual, my wife's uh, trainer was walking along with him and he started up a conversation and uh, said, okay, I I met a really nice homeless guy today. Uh, He is in a lot of great movies, 48 Hours Down and Out in Beverly Hills, Tropic Thunder. Love it. He's just great at that. Rich Man, Poor Man was really good, too, that miniseries from years ago. 82 years old. Uh, Then you have uh, Mary Steenburgen. Love her. Uh, She's wonderful. Uh, Everything from uh, Parenthood to What's Eating Gilbert Grape to Elf uh, and Philadelphia. Remember, she was uh, prosecuting, or uh, she was attorney for the uh, uh, the defense. defense. Yeah. Uh, And Step Brothers. Oh, yes. How can I forget? (laughs) Worked with Adam McKay. We're talking to Adam later this morning. Uh, Mary turns 70 years old today. Still with Ted Jansen, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, a guy with Philly ties, Mr. Seth Green. Yes. Has his birthday today. Uh, Austin Powers movies uh, and others. He is 49. We had him in the studio a couple of times. Yep. Uh, let's see. It is Vince Neal's birthday today. 
of Motley Crue celebrating his 62nd birthday. Right. And uh, I actually saw a post. I don't know if it was. I think it was on Instagram. It was uh, Nikki Six. Or they're they're getting ready to start rehearsing. Uh, for their next tour. And, uh, How many years ago did they wrap it up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. When they absolutely <laughs> yeah. said, without question, it's it over. is over. It will never be back together again. I, yeah, uh, right. I love the story of him and, and Nick Cage in a limo, right? And uh, they were in, a, in Las Vegas. And remember... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. got into a fight with a woman. With a woman. And, and Nick Cage punched... Vince Neil in the face. It, it was, was crazy. Bizarre fight. Uh, so, and it was like after them being out all night, all it was night. like 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Vince Neil is 62 years old today. Uh, Creed Bratton of The Office. Love him. Uh, he also enters the 80s today. He's 80 God, years old man. today. He doesn't look 80 years old. We had him on the show uh, over Zoom a couple, uh, yeah. about half a year ago, I guess. He was great. He was great. Really talented musician. So happy birthday. Yeah, that's uh, the story with him, right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's jammed with a lot of different bands over the years and um, and continues to perform as a musician. Happy 80th birthday to uh, Creed Bratton. Uh, then we have um, actress, comedian uh, Cecily Strong, Saturday Night Live. Love her. She's uh, in uh, the Schmigadoon series that I mentioned, Preston. Yes. And it's coming back for a second season. 39 years old today. The great John Williams oh. has his birthday today. And he did do some music from Harry Potter, which is why we're playing this. Uh, but also, Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I have to see those. I almost said Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Superman. E.T. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park. Schindler's List. Yeah, just on and on and on and on. And uh, the first three Harry Potter films uh, were his as well. So John Williams is 91 Years he wrote the time. iconic, the the sort of Harry Potter refrain, the, the theme that's used throughout all the movies. Yeah, he may have yeah, done yeah. all that. I have no idea. Yeah, he actually did um, Home Alone as well. He did, yeah. And so we worked with the director, Chris Columbus, on Home Alone. And Chris Columbus directed the first two Harry Potter movies. And if you listen to the theme from Home Alone, uh, and then you listen to the Harry Potter theme, there are a lot of similarities. Uh, and I was reading a little bit of history about him. He goes way, way back, obviously. But he was, like, when he was uh, cutting his teeth in the industry... He did like the very first episode of Gilligan's Island. Oh yeah, and wow. things a lot like of TV the work. Squad and stuff like that. Yeah, so. he is, uh, still occasionally uh, conducts the orchestra. You know, yes. it'd be really cool to get him on the show one time. Oh my god, he's just that, a legend. That'd be amazing. Yeah, uh, he is ninety-one years old today. And then I saved the best for last. <laughs> oh, it's Gary Lauer's oh, birthday. Gary. Yeah, dude, Gary. I had three testicles. Gary is 59 years old today. And next year's the big one, unless this yeah. year's the big one, he's just lying. I don't know. What are we going to yeah. do next year for him? I don't know, but oh, it's We a should biggie. probably do something big. Yeah. Send him on a cross-country road trip. <laughs> oh, my God. With with, oh, my God. Not with Bill. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Somebody would not come back from that. Get your feet off the dashboard. Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday, Gary Lauer. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid <laughs> question this morning. Who is first player to sign with the WNBA 215-263-WMMR is a number. And we will go to Chris, see if we can get the correct answer. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Hey, good morning. All right. So who was the first player to sign with the WNBA? Uh, Cheryl Swoops. You are correct. There you go. Cheryl Swoops. Swoops, there it is. And so Chris got it right. And we are going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show and Garden Show. 
Philly Home and Garden Show. <laughs> it's two shows in uh, February 2nd through the 26th at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks and three days only to shop, compare, save with local trusted experts. You can buy tickets early and save at phillyhomeandgarden.com. I just want to point out that now I've finished up the birthdays and we actually have some daylight. We're yes. starting to see. Uh, we're going in the right direction. Earlier mornings. It's wonderful. Okay, I have some stories to get into, so let's do that very thing. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio has been the butt of many jokes when it comes to his dating life since the Don't Look Up actor seems to only date women under the age of 25. But his latest alleged romance has some calling him um, a sexual predator, which is a bit harsh. Yeah. But DiCaprio was spotted with 19-year-old model Eden Polani. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. At an EP launch party for singer Ebony Riley recently, and people took to Twitter in droves to comment on the situation. Uh, Some interesting comments. Somebody wrote, Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend is so young, her high school experience was interrupted by (laughs) COVID-19. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Another compared uh, her age to Kate Winslet in Titanic, which came out in 1997. And they said Kate Winslet was 22 when she was nominated for an Oscar for Titanic, which is three years older than Leonardo DiCaprio's (laughs) current girlfriend. Others aren't finding his dating uh, patterns very funny. Uh, somebody had, had pointed out, look, he's approaching 50 and dating this teenager. He is an actual sexual predator. Let's be clear. That's not necessarily true. If it, you know, it's, she's, she's legal-ish. Uh, yes, she's of the age of consent. Uh, yeah, and uh, he, he's, he's dated in that realm before. But he says he's not dating her. Yeah, so yes. they, they, uh, a source close to the pair... He's dating her younger sister. The New York Post <laughs> on Tuesday that there was absolutely no truth to the romance rumors. Has he spoken specifically? No, about a he, source. Yeah, a source. So. Okay. But look, okay. he dates young girls. He always has. Well, Ricky so. Gervais had that great joke at the Golden Globes where he said they both... He took his date to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and by the time the movie was over, his date was too old for him. So, uh, wow, it's long been known. Yep. Uh, Pamela Anderson spoke with ET Canada about uh, Tim Allen. (laughs) Wait, no, that's that's Australia. Oh, yeah. Okay, ET Canada. I don't know your world very well. (laughs) Um, so uh, she spoke. uh, They spoke with him. They spoke to her about. Tim, I spoke to we. Yes, to about Tim Allen, uh, denying that he flashes penis at her on the set of Home Improvement, nineteen ninety one. Recounting her story again, uh, she asked, "How can I make that up?" Well, you can make it up; it'd be pretty easy. But she said that Allen ran back into his room after flashing her, and that he was embarrassed all day and acted like a little giddy schoolboy. Uh, he has repeatedly denied the accusations. Uh, saying recently, uh, everybody at ABC is a little disappointed in her memory. Uh, and Anderson said back, well, a lot of women are still afraid to come forward to tell their stories uh, because they feel that they won't be believed. And then she added, well, he has to deny it uh, because look at the times we live in. If he said, oh, yeah, I did that, he'd be. And then she stopped and said, a lot of these stories are just the tip of the iceberg. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I've been staring at your can. <laughs> <laughs> Even E.T.'s a slime. Even yeah. E.T. I had no idea. <laughs> you missed the whole thing? The whole thing. None yeah. of that? Yeah, oh none of God. that. Uh, let's see. On uh, Monday's episode... <laughs> <laughs> a little green guy. Uh, Monday's episode of the uh, the Chicks in the Office podcast, uh, Ashton Kutcher commented on his red carpet photos with Reese Witherspoon. While the pair were promoting their new movie, Your Place or Mine, and fans had a good laugh at how awkward they looked together. Kutcher said, here's the thing. 
if I put my arm around her and was like all friendly with her, uh, I'd be having an affair with her. If I stand next to her and I put my hands in my pockets, <laughs> so there's no chance that like uh, that could be the rumor. The rumor is we don't like each other. And he said, Reese and I are really good friends. We're really close. I don't have to defend that. And, in fact, uh, Mila Kunis even started a group chat to try and help them with their promotion skills. Uh, He said, my wife called me. She texted Reese and I together, and she's like, guys, you got to act like you like each other. (laughs) So, apparently, they look pretty uh, uncomfortable. Keanu Reeves got kudos. I remember they made a big thing about how he is when he is taking pictures with people. And uh, he does this thing where he you know, he keeps his sort of hand closed and mm-hmm. just puts it sort of generally behind yeah. the, 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 the yeah, woman as to not be invasive. And that's when he's with right. strangers, right, when, right. when he's meeting fans or something like that. And, and just to avoid anything that might be considered inappropriate or yeah. interpreted the wrong way. Uh, but these guys know, they each, know other. each other. They're longtime friends. And they're acting together as a couple so they can be a little bit more friendly. <laughs> Uh, Michelle Yeoh is hey yo hey yo is uh, getting real about aging as an actress in Hollywood. Uh, she said, "You know, so she as, ages as you get older. The roles get smaller." Uh, she said, "It seems like uh, the numbers go up and these things go narrow, and then you start getting relegated to the side more and more." And she said, "You know, as you get older, people start saying, oh, yeah.'" You should retire. You should do this. You should... No, guys, don't tell me what to do. I should be in control of what I am capable of, right? Uh, And, in fact, she also commented on Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman starting their own production companies. She said because they are not going to wait at the sidelines because they saw that coming as well. And you have to be smart about it, and you have to make it happen, and you wait, then you could be waiting for a very long time. So, uh, you know, Jackie Chan was supposed to play that role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, yeah? But that was at least the initial intention. Okay. And then the uh, writer-director duo said, well, let's just flip it and get, you know, and, and Jackie Chan had worked many times with Michelle Yeoh, right, so. Right, uh, It's a really solid movie. It's a cool movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. It's uh, It takes your mind on a bit of a trip, but it's pretty cool. Don't, if you were even remotely sleepy, don't watch the movie that way because you got to be invested. Uh, Paul Rudd said that getting into superhero shape for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was more difficult than anticipated. He said, I worked really hard to get back into shape for this Quantumania and I realized, oh my God, this is so much harder than it was for the last Ant-Man. Um, he's 53 years old now. He's in the on the cover of uh, Men's Health magazine. He said, I'd fallen off more than I had in the past. All of a sudden, my clothes fit tight, and I thought, God, this sucks. I can't even wear these pants. So I'd say to myself, well, I might as well just eat some of these cookies. I was irritable and self-conscious, and I just wasn't in a good mood, and I really beat myself up. In his interview with Men's Health, uh, the actor said that uh, most important aspects of training, and I said this before, yeah. I mentioned this before, is sleep, he said. Uh, followed by diet, weights, and cardio. And uh, when it comes to playing Ant-Man, he said he's hyper-focused and disciplined. He said, if I'm doing one of these movies and I know that in four months I have to do a shirtless scene, I'm pretty dialed in. I also try to find the happy medium. I can work out hard and eat perfectly, and I'll still look worse than most of the other Avengers. (laughs) Uh, He said that outside of his superhero commitments, he follows an exercise routine that has less to do with the fact that I might have to do another Marvel movie or a magazine shoot, and more because I finally understand that if you make fitness a part of your lifestyle, you just feel good. And the actor said that he starts his days with a cup of coffee and cardio exercises before eating food, something he never would have done before starring in Ant-Man. He said, I lift weights hopefully at least three times a week, 
and I've learned so much about how my body reacts to foods, how it reacts to exercise, and where I'm happiest, and how much it affects me mentally. I told you I saw a documentary about the the mechanism that's in place to train actors for this these sort of roles, like Chris Hemsworth, and you know they 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 make the point that there's. They kind of know the the uh, HGH or the H whatever it is human growth supplement. Yeah, HGH and, uh, I think is uh, name. yeah, and um, so. But you look at like what Chris Hemsworth was doing for the Thor training. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Uh, by the way, he recently uh, said that he filled Chris Evans in on what to expect. After he was named the magazine Sexiest Man Alive in 2022, so Rudd was People's Sexiest Man in 2021. He said, "Oh yeah, I absolutely said. Look, here's the deal, Chris." This comes with a lot of responsibility. <laughs> he said, if you want to sit down and maybe have like, you know, maybe we'll need to spend the day. It's going to take hours because there's a lot that you have to live up to. And there's a lot expected of you. And if you want to have like a real strategy session or what it's been like and what's required, I'm available. And he said, I gave him a series of days. He said, yeah, he's never returned one text, but he's <laughs> he said he's busy. He's the sexiest man alive. There's no days off for that, is what he said. So. Yeah, it doesn't stop. I well, love it. We'll probably see Paul Rudd this weekend. He's a huge Chiefs fan. That's right. Yeah, so he'll be at right. the game. Yep, unfortunately. Yeah, sorry that, to hear in that. that capacity. <laughs> um, uh, this was uh, not good to hear. Christina Applegate is looking forward to the Screen Actors Guild Award later this month, but she told uh, the Los Angeles Times... In an interview that uh, she said, it's my last award show as an actor, probably, so it's kind of a big deal. Oh, man. Uh, The Dead to Me actress revealed that she was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2021, and she spoke with the outlet about how that's affected her career. She said, right now, I couldn't imagine getting up at 5 a.m., spending 12 to 14 hour days on set. Uh, I don't have that in me. At this moment, Uh, she's nominated for Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Comedy Series for a role in Dead to Me. While working on the third and final season of the show, she said, uh, I was a wreck every day, uh, but most of that wreck would take place in my trailer by myself. Uh, but there were times that I'd break down on set and I'd be like, I-, I can't and we have to take a break. I need a half hour. She said everyone was so loving that it was okay. It's tough to go through stuff like that <laughs> where you're, you're trying to keep your professional deal together, juggling that with some sort of medical thing you're going through. Oh she God. had, remember she had that, that, uh, um, the, 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 uh, the breast cancer mm-hmm. and had the double mastectomy just in, in preparation for what she was more than likely to face. So she's been through a ton of stuff. Yeah, she's dealt with a lot yeah. and continues to do so. So hopefully it won't be, it won't continue to worsen and she can get, um, stay with it. It'd yes. be great if she could. So. It's great. All right, this is really weird. Uh, Priscilla Presley apparently has ties to our buddy Bam Margera. Oh, I saw what? this photo. What the heck? Uh, so, yeah. So Elvis's ex-wife and the mother of the late Lisa Marie Presley uh, posed for casual pics Posted Tuesday with Bam. Bam posted two photos he had taken with Priscilla. In both, it seems that they're just hanging out at someone's house. Uh, For the first, uh, Bam simply wrote, Lunch with Priscilla Presley. Uh, The second caption read, Priscilla Presley watching Phoenix the Wolf. And you can see her staring at something and Bam looking on with glee. Uh, It's unclear if she's checking out a photograph or a screen, but he's suggesting that she's taking a look at his five-year-old son, Phoenix Wolf Margera. Uh, while this appearance together might seem like it's coming out of nowhere, uh, apparently it's not. Bam's actually friends with Lisa Marie's half-brother and Priscilla's son, uh, Navarone Garcia. It's so pretty wild. That's yeah. the connection. Uh, I just learned last week that there was a half-brother. Yeah, so uh, that's why the picture. That's right, man. It's crazy. Priscilla and Bam. You going to join Jackass, Priscilla? Kind of. Oh, that, I'd pay good money to see that. 
Uh, Elijah Wood recently slammed AMC theaters for the company's decision to adjust their ticket prices. Uh, as part of their Sightline initiative, we talked about this the, the yesterday, the theater chain intends to increase uh, the cost of seats in certain regions of the theater, divided into three options. The desired seating at the center of the theater would be the preferred Sightline, and they will see a higher price than the rest of the theater's standard Sightline seats. However, uh, the front row and ADA seats called Value Sightline will receive a discount. And so he took to social media to criticize uh, the hike of, of the higher prices for uh, the more favorable seating, and he said it was an attack on those with uh, uh, that have a lower income while favoring those with more to spend. So yeah, I haven't heard anybody else coming out against it yet, but he has been vocal about it. Here's a question I have. Are they, are they in fact, raising the prices, or are they taking their base price now and lowering prices for less desirable seats? I believe, and the way this particular article that right. I've read is, is that the preferred sight line will see a higher price. Oh, well, that that's They will raise right. that price, the standard sight line seats will stay the same, and then the crappy seats will be cheaper. Yeah, I, if it was a, an inducement for people to get into the theater, and you were saying, okay, if you're not sitting in the best seat, you're going to pay less. Um, that seems to work. But charging more for premium seats, I don't know about that. Yep. So Sarah Michelle Geller found herself in the middle of a fast food war at a young age. She was uh, being interviewed recently, and she recalled landing in legal hot water at five years old as she reminisced about a Burger King commercial that she did long before playing Buffy Summer. She said, this was a big campaign that I did for Burger King. I was five and I was the first person to say another competitor's name in a job. And so McDonald's turned around and sued the advertising agency, Burger King, and me at five years old. So she mentions uh, McDonald's in this commercial. Correct. And so they sued, they sued the five-year-old actress. They sued everybody. Uh, she said, but what I really remember was I didn't eat a lot of fast food at the time. And when we were there, I just wanted a burger. I was so excited because my mom said that I could have the burger. And what I learned on that day is that uh, when they make the burgers for commercials, they glue each seed onto it to make it look all perfect and beautiful. And then they shellac it and then they paint it. (laughs) If you've ever been on on a set... Where they're doing food, uh, I was on a, a commercial where they were doing um, a, a set and they were shooting this display of food that's supposed to be a regular kitchen table, and they are doing exactly that. They're shellacking them, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes it renders it completely inedible. Uh, although she said uh, "band" is a strong word, Geller previously noted in a 2000 interview that she wasn't allowed to eat McDonald's. Uh, during the lawsuit, she said it was tough because when you're a little kid, McDonald's is where all your friends have birthday parties. So I missed out on a lot of apple pies. Oh, no. I guess her parents kid. wouldn't allow her yeah. uh, to have any because of that whole thing. And I totally get it. Uh, Deadline reports that Anthony Hopkins and Top Gun Maverick star Glenn Powell are both set to star in a remake of the Argentinian action thriller 4x4, which is titled Locked. Uh, David Yarvesky will be directing the film, which the outlet writes is an intense character-driven thriller about a thief who breaks into a luxury SUV only to realize he stumbled into a complex and deadly trap. Wow. So I don't know anything other than that. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't know where the yeah button is. We'll find it. Uh, But, all right. Uh, So how about this? Entertainment Tonight reports... Uh, the Paramount Plus dropped the official trailer for the Grease spinoff series, The Rise of the Pink Ladies. This came out yesterday. I haven't seen it yet. No, I, ha- I haven't seen it either. I-, I hope it's decent. Yeah, it'd be nice if it's yeah. cute and fun. Uh, the show is set four years before Grease, 
and focuses on how the Pink Ladies group came to be. Uh, so I guess uh, Rizzo would only be like 25 at that point, Except right? if it's the movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Grease, the rise of the Pink Ladies premieres on uh, Paramount Plus on April 6th, by the way. Uh, and also one last thing. Uh, Deadline reports that Sony Pictures is planning to revive another 90s film franchise. I know what you did last summer. No. And Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are reportedly in talks to reprise their roles. The first one was okay, and then every subsequent one sucked. I never saw any of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're terrible. You know? No, those were like... My bread and butter at the time. You like those? Yeah, all yeah. of those I mean, like they were early two thousands, late nineties teen movies. Yeah, yeah those were. Great. They stuck Jennifer Love Hewitt on the poster and, and a low cut top, and that I think that's what you know yeah. drew a lot in. Ryan Philby and um, Buffy. We were just talking about. Yeah. yeah, yep, you're right. Okay, so clips. I think we are ready to roll those, my friend. Hang on, we gotta. We need our drum roll. There we go. No, that's the wrong no. one. Can you find the other one? Okay, Marissa's on it. Yeah. One money shot. The rambunctious bartenders of vendor pump rules <laughs> are no stranger to hookups, breakups, and makeups. In this clip, Tom Schwartz talks about how his recent divorce from co-star Katie aired for the world to see. Unfortunately, I let most of it hang out. I think <laughs> all of it. I did. Um, I wish I didn't, but that's in the past now. Shut the f- Vanderpump Rules, season 10, returns to Bravo tonight at 9 Season o'clock. 10. Yeah. Next clip. A Million Little Things has tugged on the heartstrings of millions of viewers and is now returning for its final season. In this clip, actress Allison Miller discusses her character development within the past four seasons. Unfortunately, I let most of it hang out. <laughs> what? What happened? <laughs> That's almost exactly what the other guy said. Here's Allison Miller <laughs> discussing her character development within the past four seasons. I love her. Uh, she's very complex. And uh, it's so nice to to live with a character for this long where you can see them go through multiple crises and come out yeah. on the other side stronger and better and more compassionate. I don't yep. give a f- a million little things airs tonight at 10 o'clock on ABC. By the way, Adam McKay movie. Ah, excellent. Yeah, yeah. We will talk to Adam McKay a little bit after 9 o'clock, a Philadelphian who obviously is excited about uh, the Eagles in this weekend. And and uh, you had pointed out we spoke to him five years ago. Yes. Uh, right before the Super Bowl then. Just repeating a uh, tradition now. Yes, absolutely. It was interesting in that entertainment news break because there were a lot of people that you mentioned that were in one way or another connected to Adam McKay. Leo DiCaprio did Don't Look yes. Up. Uh-huh. Christina Applegate did, uh, you know, Anchorman. I mean, like, so many people in Hollywood have worked with Adam McKay over the yeah. years. Yeah, it's true. He's, he's, he's with the A-list, yeah. man. So, uh, and, and bizarrely, he's a friend of ours. I, I, when is that going to come crashing down? Because yeah, everyone know. else leaves us. I know. They do. But, uh, you know, we're still here. I know. That's all there is to it. We're here. We're here. All right, so... We have a lot going on today. Besides Adam McKay joining us, uh, we are going to go live on Fox 29. Now, Mike and Alex are already in Phoenix. They got there, I think, on Monday. And so we'll chat with those guys, see how things are going. In the meantime, we have our group making their way to Phoenix. Casey and his big game adventure with uh, Cuz and Jackie and and, uh, Kyle 
Uh, they stopped and stayed in Oklahoma City last night. We got a video from Casey this morning uh, showing uh, Jackie doing his yoga. Yes. Uh, before getting ready to head out, his own bizarre form of yoga. Some stretches. Look yeah. like a praying mantis. Yeah. They're going to be sitting in the cloud. Oh, yeah. I, I appreciate get it. his stretching. Listen, whenever I travel, before I get on a plane, like right as I'm standing at the gate, I stretch. Yeah. Like, I absolutely do. And these guys are going to be sitting for hours. Yeah. So it's a good thing. It's just he's got a very unique well, way of yeah, stretching. It's, it's Jackie stretches. <laughs> um, so they're getting stretched out. We're going we're gonna to talk them. We have some things to recap that happened after our show Yesterday, with them uh, stopping and meeting some people, some pretty cool things took place. Like, so cool. Yeah, (laughs) so we're excited about that. And I also want to point out that if you're tuning in today and watching us via our YouTube stream, you may notice behind Kathy Romano this fabulous display on the wall. (laughs) And Kathy, who did all of that? Uh, This is Balloons Victoria, and she does these, like, luxury uh, balloon creations for all kinds of parties. Uh, It's badass. I mean, there, there are not only... You know, Eagles balloons and Preston and Steve balloons. There are actual inflated eagles. Caca! Up there as well. And all kinds of pointy, bizarre, awesome, really over the top looking balloons. It is a badass display. I'm hoping we got to get a better video of this. Can you uh, you switch over to Nick's uh, camera, uh, if you don't mind? Thank you. There's another kind of look. We need a better view of that, but. Because it is, it's impressive. Yeah, we have a whole video of her uh, creating it and putting it up. And uh, so it'll go on uh, Preston and Steve's Instagram page. Uh, We'll do that this morning. All right, so let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll check in with the fellas. I have a feeling they're on the road by now. I hope they're on the road by now. We'll see. But their destination today... Uh, Nick, will it happen during our show, Philadelphia, New Mexico? Probably not during our show because that's okay. where they're staying tonight. Uh, but they're going to hit uh, University of Oklahoma, yes. Oklahoma this morning. All right, so we'll take a break, come back with those guys in just a little bit. Stay with us, please. Wait, what's he? Where was that place, Preston and Steve said that guy did that thing that one time? Uh, don't bother your friends. If you missed something on the Preston and Steve show, the daily podcast and the YouTube stream are posted on PrestonandSteve.com every day after the show for just such occasions. It's always there and always free. That is until the internet breaks and we've got bigger problems. So on Monday, the guys hit the road and left from uh, one ballot plaza to make their way across the country. Uh, Along the way, hitting various Philadelphias. And making sure they spread the love by uh, planting a gold rose with, uh, of course, Eagles Green painted on it. Yes. Uh, And it went excellent yesterday. They had nothing but great experiences. Yeah. And continue to do so. And now they're actually at the University of Oklahoma, the alma mater to uh, Jalen Hurts and Lane Johnson. And they're going to do something special there, too. But we have to hear some of the stories that took place off air because some cool things that oh, happened. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, we now go to Eagle Wine, Casey's Big Game Adventure. Yeah. Fellas, good morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So did I get it right? You guys are at uh, University of Oklahoma, Case. Yeah, so we're right outside of a Gaylord Memorial Stadium. And, uh, and yes, this is where Jalen Hurts ended up transferring to. He's finished out his college playing career here at Oklahoma. But also the guy that protects him uh, from the right side, Lane Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl winner. You know, I, I think um, future. Oh, he's HOF. Yeah. Future Hall of Famer. Lane Johnson went here as well. And a great singer. 
And, and then Lane Johnson is a great singer as well, yep. Jackie says. <laughs> He's a great singer. All right. By the way, the guys, you have you you have a very cool disco light array. It's all green. I love it. And uh, you're, it appears you're sitting in the parking lot, right? I can At least on my screen, it's showing you sitting in a parking lot. So you are this car parked in a dark parking lot with disco lights on the inside. <laughs> And it seems completely normal to us, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so here's what that I like to... to... That was us going to all the Philadelphias yesterday. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're getting stopped by people... <laughs> It was wild. So I mean, that's that's what I want. That's what I want to find out. If you guys want to, do you want to recap a little bit of yesterday before we do what you're going to do here and get on the road again and kind of tell some of those stories, Case? Yeah, because yesterday, I man, it was a long day. I mean, we were, and, and I did all the driving, which yes, uh, so it was probably fourteen ish hours. You did of all of it. I did. I but I, I just I wasn't tired. Like, Why are I, you, you know, in I the driver's tired. seat now then? Um, because I always take the first shift, and then, uh... He's like Dad. He, 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 he is like Dad. <laughs> Anthony's right. He's like Dad. Oh, my God. It's, it's a little bit of a control thing, too. I feel safer and better behind the wheel, but... Hey, Jackie, yeah. you said that, Jackie. But, um, I'm telling you, ooh, I'm looking at police officers. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two days in a row. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if he turns left. You right. know, the, I think I think to their learning and the way they're trained, they're trained to not expect drug dealers to have a disco light in the vehicle <laughs> that they're porting uh, the drugs in. So you're probably pretty good. Well, speak, speak, speaking of police officers, so yesterday you stopped in Philadelphia, Illinois. A police officer pulled over for a moment. We thought things were going to get tense, but he was actually really nice. He was just curious if you guys needed help. When he found out what you were doing, he thought it was fun, and you guys moved on. Then you went to Philadelphia, Missouri, a slightly bigger town, bigger than the 105 people in Illinois. It was like 206. Uh, and so we went through the process of you guys planting uh, the gold rose and putting the Schuylkill River water on it and then left. But after that was over, something took place at the very end of our program. But after that, something took place. What happened there? So uh, I got to tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, your face was funny. So we hear we hear a we hear a voice right through the brush. It was like this thick brush, right? This long field, and from this house atop the hill, we heard this voice. Hey, hey! And then takes the boy. Dog barking. Oh my god! Dog right. barking. Run, 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 run! <laughs> right. We need no harm. We're just here to take it inside the lobby. Is it good? Is it bad? So he's like, wait, wait. So. We, we watch him walk over. We check his hand to make sure he's not carrying a piece. But we're essentially parked in this guy's driveway taking a picture at a sign. But, okay. like, we were, we were on his property. <laughs> right. And, like, super rural Missouri. Yeah. yeah. Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. And then he comes over, and it's unbelievable. He's from Royersford, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Stop! Oh his man, was from Philadelphia, Missouri. Oh my and god! And he was—we gave him all kinds uh, of her oh chips god. and the peanut shoes, and he loved it. How about it? He wouldn't stop. He loved oh, it. He, he, he wouldn't want to leave. Here's the deal: he went to—he played basketball at Radnor High School. Okay, what? so he graduated from Radnor High. As he's walking over, I'm trying to explain to him, hey, you know, we're from, a, and he cut me off. He goes, I know who you are. You know, like, what? we all know what's going on here. He knew uh, what you were I, doing? 
Yeah, like I don't know if his wife was looking at Google alerts for Philadelphia, Missouri, and <laughs> oh you know, found out what we were going. Like, but he knew exactly what we were doing and who we were. And, <laughs> that yeah, is and, insane. And, like, so, yeah, so, so what was that guy's name? Joe McGarry. Yeah, Joe McGarry. And you know, it's his setting, right? The setting is there's only like a handful of houses. <laughs> there's, there's no people around. Except this guy. Yeah. It, it was the most bizarre. And he's from Royersburg. That's and crazy. That's insane. Um, we, we actually have a clip that Marissa got from you, Anthony. I'm going to play this of uh, of with uh, the guy. So let me let me roll this. Uh, this is, um says here, the guy thought they were high school kids or something uh, like that. Let me, or are we playing the other one? Oh, no. Why is, oh, why is living with his family? Uh, and his family's still in Philadelphia. He answers this, so they talked to him. This is a clip from that. I told him something interesting about hers, too. Hers started to bring their chips out here about 10 years ago. I never saw them out here. I moved here in 93, and I never saw them out here until about 10 years ago. And now they're all different spots. What made you come to Philadelphia, Missouri? My wife is from here. She's she, from Philadelphia. She went out there to go to Mansfield and Westchester. And wow. after she and got out of school, we met and got married and... We debated for, oh, 10 or 15 years to move out here for a variety of reasons. Uh, but anyway. How big is this Philadelphia? How many people? Oh, there's not. I don't know. It's 100 or 200. 100 or 200 people, You went, you went through the big city. <laughs> yeah. We went through the big city. <laughs> yes, <you did. laughs> I was looking for Kensington. I, I couldn't find it. I was like, where's that at? Where, where's, where's it at? I can't find it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have brothers that still live in Philadelphia. One lives in Eagle or Coachville. Oh, look at that. And I have one in Pottstown, Forest McGarry. I have a half brother in Northeast Philadelphia, Alan Alan Conrad. Look at that. It's a good shine. That's something. I love love it, man. How about it? How insanely random is this? There's just no way. I mean, statistically, it's so staggeringly against the dude across the field in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Yes, from Royersburg. And happens upon these guys at that very moment. At that moment. That, that, that. That's insane. And Casey, he said, like, the whole town knew what was going on. Yeah. Like, he's like, you know, the Internet's a great thing. Like, his wife was the one who, like, found out. Like, yeah, so you can set up Google alerts. I know my wife has a bunch of different Google alerts. So, like, you know, the second Philadelphia, Missouri pops up, she's like, what in tarnation? (laughs) I mean, at Um, that time of day, you got to figure they're they're in their meth labs, right? At that point. (laughs) No, it's so so what? His accent was a really our area. Like, it was a thick, you know, Delaware Valley accent, too. Well, you wow. know, Anthony, we were talking about wow. this, this sort of kinship between the, the, the various Philadelphias. And here you have, you. it's far exceeds what you could have possibly imagined that the dude literally is from yeah. Warriors. And did you guys find out? Are, was he an Eagles fan? Is he actually going to care about the Super Bowl? Is he watching the game this weekend? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think he knew that much, but he was like, oh, yeah, Eagles, and we told him we're going to have the Super Bowl, and, wow. and it was cool. He was, wow. uh, it was awesome. And I was just so happy. I was able, like, we gave him a huge care package of, like, hers potato chips. Six-pack of beer. Six-pack of beer. I still have, like, you know, those those footballs that we got from Acme Marcus, those yeah. Eagles footballs. I gave him one of those. Like, <laughs> it was awesome. I got to tell you, when we left that town, mm-hmm. we had to go. I mean, we were, I i don't know if I've ever been as rural as we were yesterday. <laughs> and we go to turn down this one street to get 
Oh, closer to a highway. Guys. Yeah. They were scary. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like, I, I <laughs> at what was essentially a burned out town. Like, the town, like, it looked like it used to be a, the town <laughs> hub, but, like, all of the buildings were burned out. Oh. And I turned down the street, and it's like, uh, the roadblocks are up, and, you, and I'm like, oh, no. I'm it, like, it was this, probably militia. Yeah. I was thinking, like, this was like a, it, it's like, it was like a horror movie. Yeah. You, you, boys, you boys got pretty lips. There's a whole series of horror movies called Wrong Turn. And, uh, That's exactly it, yeah. man. I mean, we were in the, in the of a horror movie, and we just, I tell her. <laughs> so I pull up the guys, and I go, hey, is this road really closed down there? Can we get through? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You want to, and I'm like, yeah. I think I'm going to turn around and get the hell out of here. I got, I got, in your mind, you're probably thinking of, like, Ned Beatty and Deliverance, like, down on all. Yes. How are we going to have to broker this deal? <laughs> wow. But, uh, but we did eventually get on the road, and, uh. And uh, we hightailed it to, to Kansas City. And I got to tell you, it was such a great positive experience that we had. We, we went outside our head stadium. And I know that, like, some people were opposed to us doing this. But, like, I don't care what they have to say. It was, like, it was so positive. Yeah, it was amazing. So we walk in, and it's the pro shop at Arrowhead Stadium. And it's packed, right? You know, everybody's getting their gear for the game. And, you know, so we start going up to people and introducing ourselves and, Hey, we're Eagles fans from Philadelphia, and we just want to wish you luck. And, you know, Casey boys got the Taylor Hurst chips, and we're giving out little things. And these people were so taken aback. They were like, oh, man, you guys are wonderful. Oh, God bless you. And it was awesome. And I, we actually, like, connected with them in a in a really, like, visceral way. Like, it was awesome. You man. know what was really cool? We forget to bring this up, but, like, when we first pulled into the parking lot, uh, the, like, the Royal Stadium is there and Arrowhead Stadium. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there was a guy that was pulling uh, pulling up, and I, I guess he was maybe, like, a groundskeeper for the Royals, and we stopped him, right? And uh, and uh, we're like, yo, you know, we're, we're sending Philly love, blah, blah. He's like, oh, I'm not rooting for the Chiefs. He's like, I'm rooting for the, for the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then he just hit me up on my Twitter last night. He's like, "Yo, man, I was the guy that uh, the, the car that you because know, the brakes weren't working on his car." So we meet this guy who's an Eagles fan in Royals gear, and then we end up parking the car right outside of Arrowhead. And the first girl we talked to, Aunt Corbin, Corbin works for the Chiefs video department, and she went to Villanova. <laughs> <laughs> She was from, yeah, she's from Downingtown, Pennsylvania. Uh, went to Villanova University, and you know, got a gig working for a professional, uh, you know, football team. And yeah. uh, and you know, she was you know, bringing all of her positive Philly Eagles vibes there as well. Well, that that's awesome. I mean, admittedly, I, I was really nervous about you guys going to Kansas City. I did not think it was a great idea, and and I am uh, you know, I can admit it that I was wrong. What you guys did yesterday was was totally awesome and the video that was posted on the President Steve Instagram account watching the four of you guys walking into that Chiefs uh it was heartwarming like it was so cool to see the vibe was just palpably positive and so kudos to you guys because you just did a fantastic job and it was really great to see and uh I'm happily wrong I was really glad you guys made this part of the trip I thank you I appreciate you saying that now listen here's I need to clarify something about the video because in the very beginning when you see us like go up and start talking to the first group of people mm-hmm. there's a guy who appears to uh walk away and he wants nothing to do with the chips 
That was not the case. What you didn't know is that guy ended up like he didn't take the bag of chips when I was initially handing it to him, but he he walked off camera because he wanted to go onto his phone and show me a picture that he took of an Eagles fan at a Chiefs game. And he was so nice and he was happy yeah, to grab the awesome. chips. So people are like, oh, that guy wanted nothing to do with you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That guy couldn't wait to show me pictures of Eagles fans. That the he, guy dressed up. Yeah. He was from Philly Sports Trips. I think he's Philly Sports Trips guy, but he's like, he couldn't, he was so excited to show us this guy and, and how he's great, yeah. And how great he thought these fans were. So, wow. uh, uh were you yeah. guys, were you pretty nervous before you had it in there? Nah. Nah. Okay. Nah. So the coup de grace, right? This is great. So that guy, you remember Jackie, yeah. says he has a dream oh, yeah. about the game. I said, you did. And he went, well, you guys have a really good offensive line. I said, well, tell me about the dream. And he goes, we lost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you did you give him a bear hug? No. Did you give me did you give me a bear hug? No, you gotta give me a bear hug. You should be so talking to everybody. Yeah. No, that what you guys described sounded so awesome and, and uh, very cool. And I think a lot of people are making um a uh, reference to the sort of familial aspect of this Super Bowl with, you know, obviously Andy yeah. Reid and and, uh, and and the similarities that are, are bountiful in this case. Yeah, the Kelsey's all the that. Kelsey's. So yeah. it's great to hear that it's, it's just permeating. This is certainly, uh, uh, in the annals of Super Bowl history, has got to be one of the more congenial ones to ever have taken place. Without a doubt. I mean, it goes so deep that the trainer for the Chiefs, Rick Burkhalter, lived here. He worked for the Eagles for years and years, lived in South Jersey, still has tons of friends here. The defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, still has a, a house here. His wife is from West Philly. Like, it, it's um, um, it, the whole staff. Yeah. Andy brought so much Philadelphia. It's wow. awesome, man. It is familial is exactly the word. I am not a road trip person. Like, I hate the car. I think it's why I got into reporting traffic. Like, I want people to, if they can eliminate their commute, like a minute, I want to help them do that. I can't stand getting in a car and doing these long drives. This is, like, making me want to do a cross-country wow. trip. Next like, year, Kathy's wow. with you. Well, no, like, it's just, the, like, the people that they're running into, like, that just, it, it seems so fun. Jackie, you got some room in that back seat for Kathy? <laughs> I, I just said the next road trip, Yo Romano, right next to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's great. And Kat, I think, oh, did I just turn the freaking phone off? Oh, my God. No, you're Sorry. good. We can hear you. We got you. Okay. We can hear you. <laughs> All right. Um, so, anyway, Kat, you, you might be uh, second guessing things because um, some people are, are starting to come down with something. <laughs> oh, heard, boy. I heard. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, you got a couple guys aren't feeling well. Well, Kyle's refusing to admit that he has anything, but he did buy Musinex yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Then I woke up feeling it. Oh, no. I wonder how you guys are are, um, spreading the cold amongst you. You're so spread out. (laughs) You're like, you're like, yeah, fish in a can. Uh, but I mean, yeah. so it's listen. It's going to happen, and and the great part is that you'll be able to make everyone aboard the plane that you're on, on the way back. Oh my god! Oh my uh, god. <laughs> Just seriously, so, <laughs> so real quick, Kath, you you were talking about all these people, and and like it's just so crazy that you know the, the guy that we ran into in Philadelphia, you know Missouri, and and the girl at Arrowhead yesterday. But like, it's not ending there. Like, 
We're here in Norman, Oklahoma, and we're in the shadows of the, of the Oklahoma Sooners football stadium. And in the car right next to me is a young man named Austin, whose mom, Karina, is listening right now. Austin is a graduate of Harrington High School and is a junior here at Oklahoma. And is uh, he's going to take us for, for a little bit of a tour. We're going to head over to Heisman Park. So whenever you guys want, you give me the word and let me know when we want to get out of the car if you guys want to meet Austin. I, I, like, think, oh. I think the, the time is right now. To get that underway and move on to with the the mission that you do have in Oklahoma City, you are at, uh, if you're just tuning in, gang, they're at the University of Oklahoma, and uh, they are going to do another ceremonial ceremonial rose planting. Oh, I feel good about this. This morning. So we got to meet this guy, and uh, he's going to take you guys to the spot, right, Case? Yes, he is. And then the spot's not too far away. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take this. Do you want to handle the uh, the festivities here? Of, uh, uh, what do I got? I'm going to turn this around. So Kyle is now going to, uh, he's going to film everything. By the way, they're an hour behind us, so uh, things are still quite dark uh, where Case and company are. And I have to say, Case, the connection's really good. It really does help to have modern technology where you are as opposed to where you were yesterday because everything's coming yeah. in really nice. <laughs> All right, so guys, this right here, uh, the guy to my right, this is Austin Selhorn. Austin, hi guys. Hey, Austin. Austin, what's up, my man? Not much. How are you? We're we're excited to uh, that these guys ran into you. How cool is this? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. This is pretty cool. My mom has been seeing about it for a while, so <laughs> I was uh, told me that they were coming. So she was pretty excited that I did this. She's been uh pretty ecstatic since me and Jackie called her this morning about like 20, 30 minutes ago. So it's been pretty good. It's been pretty cool. Nice. And you're a student there? Yeah, I'm a junior at OU. I'm a pre-PT major. But I've been coming here since this is my second full year now. So it's pretty. it's been pretty exciting. I like it a lot. Uh, I love OU. Yeah. Football. Austin, nice. uh, so uh, who has a, a better football team? Uh, the University of Oklahoma or Harriton <laughs> High School? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. It's definitely not Heritage. Heritage's football team hasn't been the best in a while. So I'll have to go with OU this year, even though they weren't the best. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we walk towards yeah. the, uh, yeah. the stadium? Because, you know, we're gonna yeah, we got, a, we got about, um, I don't know, five or six minutes to play with because we're going to have to break. We're going to go on uh, Fox Good Day this morning. And they are in Phoenix. Uh, so we'll be checking in with those guys. Is there buzz on campus about Jalen Hurts and Lane Johnson right now? I mean, are, is everybody talking about them? Um, yeah, a little bit. Everyone's pretty excited that they're in the Super Bowl, along with Creed and a bunch of guys on the Chiefs. Um, even though um, people are big Cowboys fans, you see uh, other students kind of happy that uh, there are still OU players in the Super Bowl. I mean, even though they might play for the Eagles, people are still happy because that's the school that we go to. Is there um, a watch? All- is there a watch party planned? Um, not that I know of. I know the football team will probably watch it together, but I'm pretty sure a bunch of people are just going to go out and watch it. We- a, lot of the, a, lot of, a lot of students here are Cowboys fans or Chiefs fans. Oh! <laughs> Dallas sucks. Hey, where are you guys walking towards right now? Uh, so on the side of OU's um, stadium, in between their in, their outdoor stadium and their indoor training facility, they have something called Heisman Park. Okay, Heisman Park basically just where all of our Heisman statues are for former winners. Um, previously, in the spring, this past spring at our spring game, we um, unveiled Baker Mayfield's statue. 
Um, next, we're going to do Kyler's statue. Hopefully, they haven't announced a date for that, but um, you'll see to the right as we get over there. There's okay. just a bunch of statues. So it's it's a, um, it's a place of uh, of reverence, I guess. This seems appropriate. Yeah. Is this where we're going? Yeah. All right. Yeah, because yeah, we have so many entrepreneurs that they want a place where all of them can be in one spot at moments. Um, and they like to keep it nice. Um, a fun fact that people don't know that on the street, um, they change the street as soon as you get on the passing park. So the cars kind of, your wheels make a sound. So as you drive by, you're clapping. You're in a way, your car's clapping. We're, we're, we're losing you a little bit. You're talking about something they're doing down the street? So on the street, our street changes a little bit as you get closer to Heisen Park. Um, so you'll hear cars, they'll make a different noise as they're driving on Heisman Park. Um, you have Sam Bradford right here for Eagle. Um, but basically, it's just so that the cars kind of clap. Oh, they clap. Oh, that's, so, oh, that's cool. All right, cool. Like rumble strips. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Other school comes and they drive. They actually clap for our... Ah, your heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so a neat quick, idea. I don't know... I'll ask you guys, but the first Heisman Trophy uh, statue that we walked past is a former Eagle. Okay. And Stan Bradford. Okay. So I think maybe this is where we we drop the. Uh, I, I think that seems right, yeah, Case. That, that, that seems like, that's 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 sort of that's providence there that that happened that way. Yeah, I think it's a proper thing to do. All right, so Case is making his way over, and uh, okay. he's standing in front of the statue. Who is it, Casey? By the way, in the statue. I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. All right. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Sam, Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. That's it. Okay. All right. So Sam Bradford. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna plant this uh, ceremonial gold dipped green rose uh, in front of the the statue, and uh, we're also going to uh, water it with uh, with. Consecrated Schuylkill River water. It's been blessed. And Casey, it's probably appropriate that in whatever you say, your invocation or whatever, uh, that you also mention Gary Lauer because yeah, it's his it's, birthday. It's his birthday today. All right. All right. We'll do that. So, all right. Here we go. We are ready for the ceremony. All right. Casey's reaching down. He is planting the rose. Not, see if we can get it in the ground. <laughs> got some hard ground over there. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. He's got it in, and now water it, Case. All right. All right. This is blessed Schuylkill River water, actually on the petals and at the roots. Touching. Beautiful. And uh, you like to say a few words, Casey? Yes, sir. It's so good. Come on, baby. It hurts so good. Thanks, <laughs> love. Don't feel like it should. You gotta make it. Happy birthday, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> hurts so good. I like it. Yeah, he was uh, he was breaking up a little bit, but uh, it was indeed the lyrics to "Hurt So Good." You know, there, there are a number of miraculous things here. Not the least of which is that the Schuylkill water doesn't immediately strip the paint off that road. I know. You know, I know that might be miraculous in and of itself. So. Uh, that's fantastic. Casey, uh, you guys are now going to pile back into the vehicle and uh, and head out. But real quick, before we uh, let you guys move on, because we got to go live on Fox Good Day in just a little bit, does Austin want to say hello to anybody before we uh, we wrap up in this segment? Austin, you want to say hi to anybody? Uh, yeah, one person I would want to say to is hi to my mom and my dad. 
Also, my buddy Zach, he's a huge Eagles fan. He listens to your show every morning. Pretty sure he's listening right now. So, Zach, if you're listening, hey, go Birds. Go birds. And uh, Boomer Sooner. All right. All right. <laughs> pleasure guys. meeting you, Thank man. Thank you, Austin. Yeah. Guys, such a pleasure. It's an honor, honestly. I'm really happy to have done this this morning. Awesome. Dude, like, yeah, college, college junior getting up at five o'clock. <laughs> this morning. is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, this is a very big deal. <laughs> yeah. All right, Casey, you guys get back in Eagle One. Get on the road. You got to get to Philadelphia, New Mexico before the day oh. is up. We're gonna check back in with you guys in about a half hour. Or so I think we're gonna play a contest or something. All right. Awesome, awesome. All right, right. Casey's big game adventure continues. And it's going wonderful this morning so far. I I, I echo what Kathy said. You you just feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It really is making a positive vibe a reality. Uh, And I apologize, Karina. Austin's mom is on the phone line, but we have to take a break. We're not going to be able to talk to her right now. But thank you so much for putting, putting us in touch with Austin. Uh, there at um, University of Oklahoma, and they'll be on the road. We'll we'll play a game with them, like I said, a little bit later on, but I want to take a break, and we will come back in a moment, and we will check in with Fox Good Day in Phoenix, Arizona. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I want to mention something real quick that I'm doing later today. Montgomery County Community College is part of their master class series, and it's a discussion with Preston Elliott from WMMR. I saw the uh, flyer. It looks very authoritative. It's today at the Mix Room at the Advanced Technology Center, and uh, it's at noon, and I'm not sure if they have the right guy or not because I can't even spell the word technology without messing that up, but... Uh, they want me to be there. You're not there because you're conducting a master <laughs> spelling class. You're conducting a master broadcast class, so, right? Yeah. If you are, uh, if you got lunch uh, free and uh, you're uh, a student at uh, Montgomery County Community College, then um, stop by today at noon. So I want to thank David Ivory uh, for inviting me to be a part of that. That's very cool. Let's go that you're doing it. We are going to go on Fox Good Day in a little bit. Are the guys uh, available, Casey and company? I don't know. Casey, are you there? No. Okay. I think they're coming up right now. Okay. We'll see if we can get them on as well. And uh, I got to make sure that we have all this stuff in place. So Mike and Alex are in Phoenix. They got there, I believe, on Monday. We're only about 10 seconds away. They're going to throw it to us. Let me see. Uh, Casey, you guys there? 
Yeah, yeah, we're here. Can you hear us? Yeah, we're getting ready to go live on Fox in about five hey, seconds. Hey, President so. Steve, we, we are in Phoenix waiting on Casey Boy for sure. Yeah. Where hey is he now? Where's the whole crew? They are. They have just left Oklahoma City. They were at uh, University of Oklahoma because uh, Jalen Hurts had gone to school there, and it was uh, along their route, and they are hitting various right. Philadelphias <laughs> on the way. They stopped in Philadelphia, Illinois, Philadelphia, Missouri. They are going to hit Philadelphia, New Mexico today, and we're planting gold green roses in each location. Oh, I saw beautiful. that. I had no idea there were so many Philadelphias yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. There's a Philadelphia, Tennessee. There's Philadelphia, Mississippi. But we had to pick ones that that fit the route, and also took them through Kansas City because they actually threw, drove through Kansas right. City. As well. By the way, the combined population of those first two Philadelphias, <laughs> three hundred people. Yes, combined. <laughs> It's not a joke. Not yeah. a joke. Yeah. The one in Indiana, what it was, yeah, it was like a, just a, a field. It just a, a yeah. fork in the road. Now, who's with Casey? All right, so you have Casey, you have uh, Jackie Bam Bam, uh, you have uh, our buddy Kyle Mack, uh, who is our, in our video department, and we brought along because the theme of this trip is it's a Philly thing, so we wanted to bring a very Philly thing along with us. And we brought Anthony Gargano from 97.5 The Fanatic, our sister station. And they've also brought a bunch of things that people have given us to take there to spread around the stadium. A lot of Philly things. We actually have a piece of the Battleship New Jersey. We have a piece of the Philadelphia Airport. We have several people's mortal remains, ashes that are going to be scattered around as well. And I think you can talk to the guys. They're, they're on with us right now. Yeah, yeah, what's going, going on, ladies and gentlemen? Casey, can't boy. wait. To <laughs> <laughs> they Look sound at, more awake than us this morning. <laughs> Look at this technology. We're in Philadelphia, we're in Oklahoma, and we're in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so we, uh, we just we all in a room. Uh, we get to. Except the audio is not so perfect. <laughs> well, there's a delay amongst the three uh, sources, so it's going to be tough yes. to communicate. Yeah. Casey, take it away. All, All right, so, so we just left Oklahoma uh, Stadium, the uh, Gaylord Memorial Stadium, and we're making our way to. Hey, Alex, you didn't know this, but there was a there's a Philadelphia, New Mexico, so that's where we're headed right now. Ten hours away from where we're at. Okay. Well, we can't wait to welcome you here in Phoenix. You're going to come on um, our show. We're going to have a big party, yes. a little Super Bowl party. That'd be great. We'll look forward yeah. to it on Friday. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll see you. All right. That it's was difficult. Delay, yeah. It was only like a 60-second delay. <laughs> That's all. It is hard. Yeah, it's difficult. That, but. It even was even remotely workable. It was a miracle. But, yeah, uh, yeah that said... Um, <laughs> It was funny yesterday, Preston, watching some of the various news shows try to deal with the delay. Mm-hmm. And there are, you get just a wealth of uncomfortable moments yeah, yeah. Uh, because you're stand, they're standing there and a joke is made. And, and I, there was, there was just, I literally screamed at the set, go to the commercial! <laughs> Yeah. Well, like, with us, we can roll with it. You know what I mean? It's funny. We laugh or we get annoyed. But, like, they're still trying to be professional and not be oh, annoyed. Yeah. That's like, why yeah. setting the bar as <laughs> Thanks, low Mike. as we do every day <laughs> is our safety zone. <laughs>
Kath, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I'm almost done rolling with it. I, 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 know, I want I know. them to fix the problem. Right, right, like, right. Very, very badly. No, so. I know that. But you know, when they're like trying to, they're out there trying to be, you know, yeah. give us some news story. They're just a little more uh, buttoned up than we are. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> we just complain on the air. Yeah, Alex and Mike are out there, and and you know, it, it, so they're in you know Phoenix, and they're they're going around to the different places, and. And they're all doing a lot of the, the different, you know, any news program or whatever that's out there. But it's like, you'd think that they had gone to another planet. <laughs> and they're all doing that same sort of thing. Like, yeah, they're, they're different people out there, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but they're Absolutely. reacting like it. Had no idea it would be like that. All right, so we are going to we're gonna check back in with the fellas in a little bit. But in the meantime, we want to do the Bizarre File. And we're going to do that right now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, we're going to share a few stories with you at this point in time. So everyone, gather around the radio. Bring your families. Here we go. Uh, this is a tragedy to begin with, but a fiercely independent mother who had loved the outdoors was found trampled to death mm. by a herd of cows as she walked her dog. Oh, this was in gosh. England. Need I remind you that this is probably the fifth death by cow story you've had this year. To be honest, it, and it's not all of them. Like so Sometimes I get backed up on these bizarre file stories and some of them fall by the yeah. wayside. There was another one that happened in Ireland uh, that I didn't even get to. But Irish cattle. Uh, Kathy McKellar, and this is English cattle. I, uh, Kathy McKellar, who is 74, had been staying in a holiday cottage in Lancashire last year when she uh, went for a stroll with her cockapoo, Archie. And later that day, the owner of the cottage, John Turner, found the dog with his lead still attached, and he made his way back. And when he was unable to find her, he called 911 before going to look for her. And the following day, a farmer named David Towler found the body in the field. She was later pronounced dead at the scene by emergency services. The, the bobbies on the scene described it as an utter catastrophe. Come sure on! They did. Come on! A postmortem CAT scan revealed uh, Kathy had died from traumatic <laughs> chest injuries, including fractured vertebrae and ribs. <sighs> and Mr. Towler told proceedings he was checking on his animals on the farm when he noticed a bag on the grass which led him to Kathy's body. That's messed up. Wow. <clears throat> Alright, an Atlanta, Georgia man was arrested for allegedly using a broken window at the DeKalb County Jail to deliver items like narcotics, tobacco, cell phones, and chicken wings. Oh, man. You know, everyone loves those chicken wings. Investigators next to the narcotics. Uh, charged Michael Anthony Dixon with uh, crossing a guard line with weapons, intoxicants, drugs without consent, and other charges. Uh, Dixon was carrying a box cutter and was stopped outside of the facility on February 3rd while past the guard line area. And when deputies searched the area, they found a hidden white bag in a nearby bush. Deputies said the bag... Contained cocaine, packs of cigarettes, lighters, marijuana, ear pods, hex keys, glue gel, sweets, jewelry, charging cords, and cooked chicken wings. So it's like uber convict. I guess that's what that's like. So they've taken a page, and it's not just drugs and weapons anymore. It's chicken wings. (laughs) Sure. Nick Castro, who runs Nick's Extreme Pest Control in California, has been in the business for over 20 years. But in all that time... He's never encountered something quite like this. It was a shocking discovery of epic proportions. So he was called out to a house that had been experiencing damage from a woodpecker. And the bird, as they are wont to do, had taken to creating holes in the home siding, holes in which to store food uh, for later eating. And in this case, that food was mostly acorns. But unfortunately, for all involved, the acorns weren't staying put. Instead, 
They were falling into empty cavities inside the walls. Oh, no. And Castro knew that he would find some acorns as he cut into the wall to dig them out. But what he wasn't expecting was a steady stream of acorns from the hole that he had cut out. It grew, it grew into a literal deluge. You have to see the pictures. We're of looking at it. This is just one room. That oh is insane. And that's from gosh. one woodpecker? Yep. So they kept coming and coming nonstop. Oh. Acorns were thought to be about only a quarter of the way up the wall. It turned out they were piled high up to the attic. Uh, in the wall. Uh, so I wonder. Filling up the wall. Would acorns serve as insulation? It's a good oh. question. Amazingly, all told, around 700 pounds Dear of God. acorns spilled out. From a woodpecker. Yep, it was enough to fill eight <laughs> large trash bags, by the way. Uh, Castro said, I've never seen nothing like this before. <laughs> the goddamn thing I ever thought that old woodpecker pecking in that wall, putting them acorns in my wall is what that thought the woodpecker do. Uh, um, they let the woodpecker be and simply patched up the holes, and she made uh, outside the house. You ever yeah. have a uh, woodpecker outside your residence? We've had one. Not on the ho- not on the house, right, but so our, trees. Two yeah. houses over, and you hear it. I kind of like it. It's kind of oh, yeah. cool. Oh, I love that sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really cool. We have several woodpeckers in our area, yeah. Uh, firefighters in Mifflin County got a very unusual call. It was a mom who needed help because her daughter's head was stuck in a cake pan. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. Um, and, and it looks like she has a piece of, like, a, a suit of armor around it her does. neck. She's going into battle. Uh, Aaron Mexel was forced to call 911 on Monday when two-year-old Quinley got her head stuck while playing with the angel food cake pan uh, that had its middle section removed. Firefighters with the Junction Fire Company in Lewiston responded. Boy, your little girl's stupid. And they ended up using tin snips to cut the cake pan into places, allowing them to remove it from Quinley's head. Uh, her mom, Aaron, said that uh, she wore it kind of like a shawl around her shoulders <laughs> until the fireman got there. It's kind of a fashion statement. And they ended up, uh, she said uh, she was still able to eat and drink while she had this tin around her head. Quindling's fine. Aaron thanked the firefighters for doing a great job. And then she also joked, this kind of thing runs in the family. She said that she got her own legs stuck in a plastic chair when she was a kid. <laughs> So they're used to that type of thing. All right, and then we'll do uh, one more story, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, and this is very, very short. Very little details on this. But a drunken man was detained for trying to steal the body of Vladimir Lenin from the mausoleum in the center of Moscow. Uh, that's actually well protected. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the media reports uh, with a reference source saying an ambulance was called to the scene. Doctors discovered that the detainee had a psychiatric disorder due to intoxication. <laughs> but he was trying to steal <laughs> Lennon's body. I don't know to what great length he went. People file by that every day. Absolutely. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the fellas back on, see how their track is going. And in fact, we have a game to play with them, a chance for you to win a bunch of free things that we have to give away. Later on this morning, a little over an hour from now, Adam McKay will be joining us too. Stay put. We'll be back in a moment. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So, uh, the guys are on the road as we speak, heading across the country. Uh, They are, of course, uh, making their way into Philadelphia, 
New Mexico at some point today. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a while. It's like a 10-hour drive. So they're not going to get there through the course of our show today. But later on, they will be. And they'll be planting uh, a gold Stephen Singer rose, a green one. Uh, which they just did at uh, University of Oklahoma and had a nice little ceremony there at Heisman Road. Oh, it was beautiful. Uh, with a local guy, too. Yes. This guy, Austin, who goes to school there, helped him out, which is wonderful. But the, the train keeps a rolling, and we're going to check in uh, now with the boys. I think I just saw Casey eating a munchkin. I'm not sure what that was. <laughs> Are you having breakfast, Case? Yeah, we were, well, they have Duncan's there, so we, I, I got a, a chocolate donut <laughs> and... Uh, some coffee with some, uh, you know, I heard Nick doing his commercial about Duncan. He said something about there being butter toffee stuff. This guy's not letting me in. Come on, Tick. Um, <laughs> trying to drive here, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did uh, uh, So I got a little butter toffee flavoring. Very nice. Uh, did Jackie get his uh, green muchacho? No. I was going for salad balls, but they don't have McDonald's. <laughs> no. Wait until tonight. Right. No salad balls. At dinner, you didn't get it last night. Yeah. yeah I, right. And you were going to get balls last yeah, night. Yeah, you were going to get balls last night. He got mushrooms. Yeah, he got mushrooms. <laughs> what were the balls that you were supposed to get last night? They didn't have them on the menu. No, they did have them on the menu. Oh, no. you know what? They did have them. We, they were lamb balls. They were lamb fries. And I asked our, our server, I said, where are lamb fries? And she said, oh, they're deep fried lamb testicles. I said, yeah. okay, I don't want that. <laughs> These are what you talk about. Yeah, These are the things it. you talk about on a road trip. <laughs> Casey, you didn't try the lamb fries? You kidding me? Why not? No way. No, I can't. Oh, no. no, no. I thought he was going to get it. I, yeah. What about you, Anthony? I test. Nah. <laughs> 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 nah. Nobody knows. That's not really technically meat. Oh, well, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your, your not, balls not are made of meat. meat. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, the, they're the meatiest part of a of an entity. It's balls. Yeah. Well, as you guys are are on this long section of your trek, where we're not going to have any real mission for you to uh, you know a destination during our program, we thought this might be a good opportunity uh, to do some giveaways to give some uh, uh, some freebies to some people listening and. Uh, the game we're going to play uh, takes very little skill from our listeners. It's mainly on you guys. Uh, so I want to take callers right now, 215-263-WMMR, and we will get you on the line. Uh, we have a variety of prizes that we are going to give away. In fact, uh, Marissa can describe some of the things that we have to give away. We got some good stuff this morning. Yeah, we have one of those Super Bowl flip coins from the Highland Mint. We talked to somebody earlier this week. We have a couple yeah. of those. We have beer. We have Hop Horizon from Trogues. Screening passes to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. That is next Wednesday. And from our friends at HERS, we have chip trucks, which are those big trucks full of chips. Yeah, it's like a whole, like, party collection of uh, of their various products. Casey, by the way, what are the names of the the beds that you use when we're doing a contest that that go underneath? Uh, Well, I just use Dialing Mix 22 and Dialing Mix 23. There you go. Um, Thank you. Unless you want trivia stuff, then you can go Brady thinking or millionaire. <laughs> no, I like but, I like um, the dialing mixes. Guys, 22 and 23. Yeah. No, uh, that sometimes when you guys play musical beds, we can't hear you as well. So, but we'll do our best. We'll do uh, our best we'll you know. for you guys to be able to hear. Uh, but we are we're going to play a game. It's a trivia based game. And we are going to focus in on two members there this morning, not the entire car. No, we're going to focus in on Anthony Gargano and Jackie Bam Bam. And we're going to we're going to have an area of expertise for each of them. So I believe we have an intro for this. So let's do it. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Rocks and Jocks. All right, so Rock and Jock, that's what we're going to do. We, are, we have a series of trivia questions, and they are either rock-based trivia questions, rock... Yeah. And our jock. Yeah. These questions. So we have sports <laughs> and music questions. And what's going to happen, though, is we have a bit of a twist here. Normally, you would think, okay, we're going to ask Jackie the rock questions, and we're just going to ask Anthony the, the jock questions. But no, what we're going to do is we have questions for each of you in each one of those categories. And when we come to you, and it will be your turn... We're going to flip a coin, and that coin is going to ter- determine whether you're going to get a rock question or a jock question. And we tailored these a little Marshall. bit. So the more challenging jock questions are going to go to Anthony. The easier rock questions are going to go to Anthony. The more challenging j- rock questions are going to go to Jackie. And the less challenging jock questions. Did I say that right? Yes. Are going to go to Jackie. Yeah, so yeah. It, it'll you, be one of those. This, what this does is, that, you know, you just can't. Nobody's just black or white. These are they have a vast array of things that they're experts in, and so yep. we're going to give them a chance to show how smart they are now, outside their realm. And here's what we're going to do. Here's where the listeners come in. When I get a listener on, they are going to hear your answer, and they have to agree or disagree with your answer, and that's how we find out if they win the prize or not. Now. Can you can you lead them? Can you lead them at all? Absolutely. And here's what I, I recommend is is take the Hollywood Squares approach. Yeah. If you don't know the answer, pretend like you do to make yeah. it challenging. Ah, okay. See? And that can be that's when like their, their BS detector comes up, whether or not they yeah. think you're faking it or not. So Jackie, do you understand that? I do. Okay. Oh, by the way, I love the title. I think I have a jersey from MTV, the Rock and Jocks. When the Rockers would play celebrities, they yeah. love it. That was a lot of fun. They played uh, ba- they played baseball a few times. They did basketball. That's a right. Times. That's where right. it comes from. Right. Okay. It was a cool event. Yep. Absolutely. Matt was in that. Uh, Matt, who? My boyfriend. No way. Yes. Wow. All right. We'll have to see some pictures sometime. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, we're going to get this game underway. So let's get some contestants on the line. Let's try it out. I got Eddie on the line. Hey, Eddie, how you doing, buddy? I've got the need, the need to eat pizza. Oh, yes, you do. Yes, I need a shirt that says that. (laughs) Eddie, we are going to have you going with Anthony Gargano, and we're going to find out if it's going to be a rock or a jock question. All right, so Nick's going to flip a coin. Heads is uh, rock. Okay. Tails is jock. Okay, so this is for Anthony. Heads. All right, so that means a rock question for Anthony Gargano. Here we go. Nick, you got one? Or no, I do. I have all the rock rock questions. Yes. All right, so here we go. <laughs> We're professionals, Anthony. All right, here's your question. What band, what band, Anthony, had a number one hit with the song Creep? And no help from anybody oh, in the club. Oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> oh, Creep. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm loving this. Jack, you're a smart one, man. Um, Remember, you can pretend like you know the answer, too. I can't even pretend like it. It's so... uh, (laughs) Son of a freak. <laughs> One band just say no. Had a no. You got it. You could you could use a band that you know didn't. What band had a number one hit with the song "Creep"? I need an answer, Anthony. Uh, yeah, give me two left group. 
two live crew now. Two? I know two live crew. So, two so live let crew. me just say. Anthony, you, you, you just ran a clinic in how to convince people you know something you don't. Yeah. I know, dude. I know. Dude, I know. I can't. I, I, oh, my I just God. mean to give him a wrong answer. I give him a wrong answer. And that wasn't a good answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows it's two live crew. Okay, uh, that's what we're going to go with. Eddie, it's two live crew. Do you <laughs> you agree or disagree? Uh, disagree. It's I really think what? Right. What? That is correct. Are you insane? Uh, that means that Anthony is a winner. Hang on the line. Here's what we have for you, Anthony. All right, Eddie, we have a, a case of Hop Horizon uh, Eddie, I'm from Trogues. That's all right. Bursting with juicy waves of citrus, hints of bubblegum, and pop tropical fruit. Hop on Hor- Hop Horizon is your shortcut to where the sky meets the vines. And that's right. your, tra- uh, not your traffic. That's your traffic on 933 WMMR. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh, my God. By the way, the correct answer, the correct answer. By the way, the correct answer, Anthony, Radiohead. Do you hear? Radiohead. Yeah, do you guys hear? Okay. All right. Off to a great start. Let's go to our next It took 10 minutes for the first question. We're going to go to David next. Uh, Shut up, guys. Hi, David. You're on the air. Good morning. Everybody get your nickel back. <laughs> 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 All right, David, you get to play with Jackie Bam Bam. Let's flip the coin and see if he's going to get Rock or Jock. And by the way, it is called Rocks and Jocks. Okay, Nick. What's... So I got tails, which right. means that you ask him a question, right? No, it means you. he gets a, a jock question. An easy jock question. Heads is rock. Yes. Tails is jock. All okay. right, so here we go. This is for Jackie Bam Bam, a sports-related question. All right, Jackie. What is Dr. J's real yep. name? What? Julius Irving. All right, hang on a second. Let's go to David, see what he thinks. You agree or disagree with Julius Irving being Dr. J's real name, David? Are you there? David? David? Can you hear me? We've lost him. He said something about a robot coming into the room. I think he's hiding from the robot in the room. Uh, oh, um, careful. Unfortunately, I can't go to him. All right, we have to go to our next... Wait a minute. Oh, no. we... Oh, Our phone line's froze. You've got to be kidding me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. I missed my exit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is- Casey misses exit. Our phone lines just completely crashed. We lost everything. All the people who are waiting. All the people are All that we were and all we're ever going to be. Oh, my God. Well, in the meantime. Yeah. Hey. I, I have a question. Uh, yes. So I have this gold quarter, and I'd never seen it before. I got it out of a septa machine. It was printed in uh, 2001. It's got Vermont on the back of it. Have you guys ever seen a gold quarter before? I have uh, never. I have never. Seen I didn't gold. even know they, they minted Me gold neither. quarters. Yeah. And it's got, Kathy, look at the back. It's got like this um, oh my, cool patina what? on the back of it. Yeah. yeah, it's a picture of Julius Irving. It oh, my God. Not. I love this. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Nick. Before uh, when you showed me that this morning, I'd never seen anything like that before. I remember the the gold. I, I would collect something like this. Yeah, uh, I remember not, the I really the would. gold Sagajewia dollar right. coins that they had, but not these gold quarters, which are pretty cool. Apparently, they've been in circulation for like twenty plus years, and I never even heard of them. They're worth a little bit of money. Like you could sell them on eBay for six or seven bucks or whatever. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right, we're resetting the phones here, guys. Just uh, bide your time there. Case, I know you probably have to loop around another couple hundred miles to get back on your exit. Hold on. Um, so we yeah, have to retake no, the board. 
Casey, we have to retake the board. We can also just answer from the phone. All right, you're going to lose Vox Pro probably. We're going to lose Vox Pro? We're not using Vox Pro right now. Sorry about all this uh, uh, jargon here, folks. Those of you who are going to my master class at at Montgomery County Community College, this is a lesson right now in how to handle things on the fly. Um, so no, I think we should retake this uh, this board. It's gonna it's gonna it over. mess everything up in the meantime. So Marissa is doing that. Uh, why while that's happening, I do have something that I, that I promised a friend I would pass along. All right, uh, and this is um, this is unfortunate that this happened, but it does tie into the Eagles. Uh, but uh, our friend uh, Larry Kaplan, um, who has raised funds for several years uh, for. Um, Trying to find a cure for ALS. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, they had an event Saturday night at Xfinity Live, and somebody stole uh, their big auction item. It was a 16 by 20 Jalen Hurts uh, uh, poster. It was autographed. Are you kidding? And somebody walked out of there. What kind of scumbag does that? And and so they're trying to find out who this was. It could, it costs up to potentially, it, it costs potentially thousands of dollars in fundraising. Uh, and they said it was a uh, a girl in her mid twenties with brown curly shoulder length hair walked out of it walked past security saying that she had won it before getting into an Uber and taking off. So they're trying to find out. Six ABC did a feature on it, and uh, Larry wanted me to mention, which I'm more than happy to. So if you know anything about this, or if somebody all of a sudden just magically showed up, yeah. with a Jalen Hurts uh, autographed, um, uh, you know, framed photo and everything. It's Whoa. by the way, it's got a hologram, it's numbered and everything. Uh, contact the authorities. Yeah, and, make it impossible for this person to sell this. Yep. So I wanted to to make sure that we pass that along. Okay. So are we back at this? Okay. Marissa's giving me a thumbs it. up. I think is David still I, on the I line? I don't know if that's the same David. No, we're done. All right. Oh, we'll, it is the same David. All right. Connor we're gonna go back to him. Hooked it up. Hey, David, are you there? David, I'm gonna die. No, we got nothing. David. Hang on. Let me try something. I'm gonna try and put him on hold. Yeah, it's responding. Hang on a second here. Uh, David, you there? No. Can I try it back here, Preston? Uh, Sh- sure. I don't know why this says line two on it. Hi, <clears throat> <sighs> guys. Hang on, guys. Wait a second. What? Is this all a setup so you have something to talk about during your master class Maybe today? that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> You're a genius. Hold on, Marissa <laughs> is trying to... You, you guys can't see it, but we actually have a soldering gun out now. Configure this. Uh, something funky happened with the entire mixing board. It crapped right in the middle of what we needed to do. And now the phone lines are working. Like, David should be able to hear us right now, but we just can't bring it up on the air. Um, I'm going to put him back on hold for a second. Yep, Ed, that works. Right. So, But for whatever reason, we can't get the signal on the air. Can I turn this on? Yeah. Okay, let me try this again. Hi, David. You on with us, buddy? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So it doesn't come over the regular phone, and it doesn't come over this. Yeah. I We're don't know screwed. What, I don't know what to do. Do you want to try another caller just for the hell of it? Uh, I tell you what. We'll make it up to David. David, you know we'll take care of you, even though we don't know who well, you are. Yeah, let me let me try this one. Hi, uh, Tom. Can you hear us? No. No, same thing. No, we screwed. We screwed. Okay. All right. Maybe we should uh, take a break and come back, because we have the <gasps> Make-A-Wish... Yeah, but that not till nine o'clock. Hang on, we'll we'll get this underway. While Marissa's working on that, there's another uh, plug a Rooney. I have an idea, Preston. That I can do. Oh, what we can do is we uh, we all go down to the parking lot and go out to lunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That could be one of the best ideas yeah. you've ever had. Pick a place, go clear our heads, and come back. Uh, no, I wanted to mention uh, our friends from Phil Abundance asked me to uh, to give a little plug to this as well. Their Super Bowl fundraising campaign. Uh, it is called uh, the Huddle to End Hunger Challenge. Yes. And they have challenged the Food Bank in Kansas City. Uh, to face off against them with donations this week to see who could uh, raise the most money in the respective communities in need. And so there are details at uh, philabundance.org if you want to have yet another battle against Kansas City. Yeah, that yes. would be kind of cool. And it seems like it's very benevolent. Most you know, definitely. we need to crush them as well in this. We want to win in any way, shape, everything, and everything that we can. We want to dance in their blood. Yeah. In and, a nice way. And, yes. Right. In, in a respectful. A respectful, loving, yep. Conan the Barbarian way. Right. All right. So, you try this again? Try it. Okay. Um, hi, David. Can you hear me? No. I talked to David in the other room. He's hearing us. We're just not hearing him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what to do about All it. All right. So here's the deal. You got. They can hear us in there. Can, um, we can do, get it from Connor. We can get it from Connor. Okay. So, Connor, you just tell us if uh, David agrees or disagrees. <laughs> Put your thumbs up or down like the gladiator days. With the answer. So it was, uh, we asked uh, Jackie to name Julius, to give us Julius <laughs> Irving's real name. <laughs> Oh, no, I mean Dr. J's real name, and he said Julius Irving. Yes. And does David agree or disagree? He agrees. He agrees. Oh, my God. Now, question number three. (laughs) Oh, my God. God almighty. What are we giving David? All right. David, you get... A Highland Mint Super Bowl flip coin. Uh, it is a Super Bowl 57 flip coin replica produced by the Highland Mint with and licensed by the NFL. The coin features a Super Bowl 57 logo and commissioner's signature on one side and the names and logos of the other teams on the reverse. Limited edition, individually numbered and displayed in a collector's booklet. You can order yours today for $99.99 at sbflip.com. It's doubled in value while you were on the phone. Right? It's amazing. Yep, that's how long it took. <laughs> to go through that. All right, so let me see if we have the guys back. Uh, Case, you guys hear me all right? Yeah, we hear you loud and clear. We got you, buddy. All right, let's do the next one. This is for Anthony. Uh, We're going to have listener Tom. Uh, We're going to get a thumbs up or thumbs down from Connor. Connor, go ahead and get Tom on uh, on your ear so that we can get an immediate answer. Or no, I guess he has to hear us through the phone line first. Uh, Nick, flip the coin. (laughs) For Anthony, what do we have? Heads we got or heads. We got heads. It's another rock question for Anthony. All right. He got the last Hold one so well. All right, next one is, <laughs> whose breakout album was titled Nevermind? Uh, Nirvana. Say that again? Nirvana. He says Nirvana. Okay, so we were going to go to listener Tom. Does he agree or disagree that the album was titled Never Mind is from Nirvana? And a thumbs up, yeah. and he's right. Oh. Absolutely correct. So I don't even have to put Tom on hold. No. We have a prize for him. What are we going to give to him? And Tom, you also won a Super Bowl 57 flip coin replica produced by the Highland Mint and licensed by the NFL. It's got all this cool Super Bowl stuff, logos, commissioner signature. Anyone out there, you can get one at sbflip.com. All right, we're going to do this again. Bucks and Jacks. This time it's Jackie. And uh, let's flip a coin for Jackie. We got Tails. All right, Tails, that means another... Jock no. question <laughs> for Jackie, and that means that Nick is going to ask this one. Jackie, here we go. And, right. and by the way, you're playing for listener Sean. Sean on line four. 
All right, Jackie. Let's do it. Here's your question. Which team lost the 2022 World Series? Mm. The Kansas City Royals. He says the Kansas Kansas City City Royals. Royals. All right, so we need to find out if Sean agrees or disagrees with Jackie's answer of the team that lost the 2022 World Series. Does he agree or disagree? He says a disagree, and that is correct. That's how you do it. Hey, Jackie, it was a team called the Philadelphia Phillies that lost the 2022 World Series. So sorry about that. Are they local? What are we going to give to Sean? Sean has won a Super Bowl 57 flip coin replica produced by the Highland Mint and licensed by the NFL. The coin features Super Bowl 57 logo, commissioner's signature on one side, names and logos of the other two teams on the reverse, limited edition, individually numbered, and displayed in the collector's booklet. You can order yours today for $99.99 at sbflip.com. All right, I'm going to see if we can, I'm going to try to see if we can hear them again. Uh, Hey, Mike, are you there? Listener Mike, you on the air? No, we got nothing. This is crazy. All right, so we'll keep doing it this way. All right, it's Anthony's turn. We're playing Rock and Jock. Here we go. Nick, flip the coin. We got heads. I know. Anthony gets another rock question. All right. Here is your question, Anthony. Rush is a three-piece band from which country? Canada. He says Canada. Let's go to listener Mike and find out if he agrees or disagrees. And he agrees, and that is correct. Everybody wins. Listener Mike gets this prize. Mike, you have you have won a hers chip truck filled with a variety of your favorite snack foods from hers. For the biggest game of the year, make a smart play, call, and score bags of hers, Philly's favorite hometown snack. All right. We're going to get another one. Rocks and jocks. <laughs> this one's for Jackie. Flip the coin, Nick. <laughs> Tails. Oh, my God. <laughs> you right. got to be kidding me. I swear to God, I'm Legit. flipping every time. Legit. Must right. be the gold. Coin. That means a jock question for Jackie, and he's playing with listener Chris, who is on the line now. All right, Jackie, here we go. All right, Jackie, you are currently driving across the country. Which Super Bowl are the Eagles and the Chiefs playing in this year? We will also accept the answer in Roman numerals. Which Super Bowl are the Eagles and the Chiefs playing in what number this year? So I'm going to say 57 is that X, 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 I'll say five. Uh, Okay, well, 57 <laughs> gets it done. Yeah. Is what he said. So uh, Jackie says it's yeah, yeah. Super Bowl. Okay. He said 57. All right, he said 57. Jeez. That's what I'm trying to say. All right, so listener Chris, does he agree or disagree with Super Bowl 57? And we're getting the thumbs up or thumbs down from Connor. And he agrees. We got a winner. Yeah. All right, hang on, Chris. All right, Chris, you have also won a hers chip truck filled with a variety of your favorite snack foods from hers. For the biggest game of the year, make a smart play call and score bags of hers, Philly's favorite hometown snack. All right, let's do another one. This time it's uh, Anthony who gets to take a shot. You're going to flip the coin? It's heads. It's heads again. (laughs) Kathy, here, you do it next time. Okay, Okay. please. Good idea. All right, we're moving over. All right, Anthony, I'm going to pose this question to you. Listener Steve is going to decide whether or not he agrees or disagrees 
with your answer. It is a rock question. What rock and roll legend had the nickname of The Killer? What rock and roll legend had the nickname of The Killer? Alex Lifeson. He says Alex uh, Lifeson. All right, so we're going to see if Steve uh, agrees or disagrees with that answer. Rock and roll legend named The Killer. Was it Alex Lifeson? And he disagrees, and that's correct. (laughs) Because it was Jerry Lee Lewis, who was known as The Killer. He was the unofficial fourth member of Rush. (laughs) (laughs) And here's what we have for listener Steve, by the way. Steve, you have won a case of Hop Horizon from Trogues, bursting with juicy waves of citrus, hints of bubblegum, and a pop of tropical fruit. Hop Horizon is your shortcut to where the sky meets the vines. I just want to point out that as far as prizes go, we're at 100%. Yes. Everybody has won so far. So so that's a good thing, and and that's happening. Honestly, unless you're paying really close attention, (laughs) I don't think you can tell we're having problems. Not at all. All right, we're playing Rocks and Jocks. Rocks and Jocks. All right. This time it's for Jackie. Kathy's going to flip the coin. Is it a rock question or a jock question? The coin is flipped. Let's see what we get. Tails. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, this, this coin is weighted. It might be. You might oh sense a theme in the questions yeah. for Tails. Jackie and for yeah. Anthony. All right, Jackie, All right. Here's, your, here's your jock question. And listener Dave, listener Dave is the one that gets to play for the prize. All right, Jackie. Which Hall of Fame third baseman played his entire professional career with the Philadelphia Phillies, which Hall of Fame third baseman played his entire professional career with your Philadelphia Phillies? We're going to that stadium. Michael Jack Schmidt. All right, he says, Michael Jack Schmidt. Does Dave agree or disagree? Uh, we're looking down. It looks like he agrees, and that is correct. Yeah. Hold yeah. Jackie. Hold Jackie. Yeah. All right. Marissa brought me a quarter, right. and it's not your fancy schmancy gold quarter. <laughs> it's made of good old American wood. I'm going to flip this time, all right? And this is for Anthony. It's right. going to be rock or jock. Oh, yeah, by the way. Let me give Dave his prize. Yes. Dave has won a hers chip truck filled with a variety of your favorite snack foods from hers. For the biggest game of the year, make a smart play call and score bags of hers, Philly, and also Kansas City's favorite hometown snack. Nice. All right, so I'm going to flip this for Anthony if it lands on tails again. <laughs> He, he, or if it lands on heads again, he gets another rock question. But tails is a jock question. Just flip it and let it fall here. And it is. It's heads. Right. He gets another rock question. Are you effing kidding? Dude, look. Why don't we just make them get I, I yeah. What? Cause, cause Give it we, to me. We purposely came up with some challenging questions All for right. these guys in their respective fields. Here you go, Sam. Yes. I'm going to throw there it over there. Go. But listen. Oh, I'm sorry. I got it. I'm good. All right, so we're going to have uh, Joe, listener Joe, play along with Anthony. Anthony, here is your question. I need the answer in this rock. Uh, this is the rock yeah. category. Rock, yeah. Who plays drums for the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, I, I, I vote. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, just, uh, 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 <laughs> Chad Smith. Chad okay. Smith, he says. All right, so let's check with listener Joe. And does he agree or disagree with Chad Smith, who plays drums for the Red Hot Chili Peppers? 
He says he disagrees, and that's incorrect yeah, because Anthony got that one right. And I'm sorry, Joe, but you don't get a prize. Way to go, Katie. Impre- I mean, Anthony. Impressive, Anthony. <laughs> I didn't see that. You didn't see I anything. Like I, I yeah, yeah, you do. All right, Steve is going to flip this time. We're going to go back to Jackie in the back seat, and he's going to play with Lister Kyle. All right, Steve, flip it. What do we get? <laughs> come on, come, come on, on, Steve. Come on. Come on. We want heads. That's insane. It's unbelievable. We're okay. using different coins, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. we're, we're eventually just going to start using the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the, the ones that yeah. we have ready to go. It's our but, contest. We can make yeah. up the rules. All right, Jackie. It's all rigged anyway. Is, let's go <laughs> yeah. Kyle that Jackie's playing with. All right, Jackie, here we go. Casey has a dog with the same first name. Is a legendary Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame defenseman. What is that player's full name? Casey has a dog with the same first name as a legendary Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame defenseman. What is that player's full name? <laughs> I know he has a dog, a big furry dog named Fozzie. So I'm going to say Fozzie. Fozzie Bear? Uh, he says Fozzie Bear. Yeah, Let's Fozzie see if Bear. Kyle agrees or disagree. Legendary player for the Philadelphia Eagles, Fozzie Bear. Does he agree or disagree? He says he agrees. That's incorrect. Oh. You don't remember Fozzie Bear? Casey has a dog named Fozzie, but he also has a dog named Reggie, who was named after Reggie White. So, for whatever reason, he decided to agree, and that was incorrect. So, let's... Is it Big Bird Johnson? Let's try this again. If you're just tuning in, we're playing a game. It's Max and Jacks. All right, I say we stop flipping the coin. Right. Yeah, I, I, I want to. I want to test these guys because okay. I think uh, they both deserve a workout. All right, so we're going to go to listener Rob, who's going to be playing with Anthony and Nick. You're going to ask him a jock question, a more challenging him. question. Okay. All right, Anthony. Uh, okay, so um, All right, Nikki. here we go, Anthony. What do you call when a player makes three back-to-back strikes in bowling? What do you call it? When a player makes three back-to-back-to-back strikes while bowling. There's a name for that. A turkey. A turkey, he says. All right, so let's see if listener Rob, who's playing with Anthony, agrees that three strikes in a row in bowling in a row in bowling is a turkey. He agrees, and he's correct. That is it. Also known as a Chad Smith. I thought that was a joke. Nope. Uh, yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, when yeah. you get a turkey, and then we always, if you get a fourth one in a row, we called that one gravy. I don't know if that's <laughs> just us making that up or not. And then but. rimming if you get five. Sure, yeah, and why not? All right, so Rob gets prized. Rob yeah. has won a pair of passes to see Marvel Studios' Ant-Man and the Wasp oh. Quadramania in IMAX on Wednesday, February 15th at 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. Witness the beginning of a new dynasty only in theaters February 17th. Rocks and jocks. All right, up next is Lister John. He's going to play with Jackie, and I'm going to ask Jackie a rock question. We've thrown away the coin. There's That's been it. too much of going <laughs> either way. Both coins. I want to see if Jackie he can get this one correct. He is Jackie's great knowledge of the world of rock, especially when long hair is concerned. So I'm going to yeah. ask you this question, Jackie. I'm going to ask you to name two, at least two members of the original Dokken. Two members of the band Dokken. 
I'll give you four, man. I'll give you uh, Big Brown on the drums, George Lynch on the guitar, Don Dockin up front, and uh, Jeff Pilsen. Oh, let's see if if uh, John agrees or disagree with Jackie. Do you think that, that he got at least two of those names correct or not? They're getting a thumbs up, and that's right. He got all four of them. There you go. Wild Mick Brown. Man. Jackie knows music like uh, Anthony knows Two Live Crew. Yeah, it's just like that. What do we have for John? All right, John, you've also won a pair of passes to see Marvel Studios' Ant-Man and the Wasp in IMAX on Wednesday, February 15th at 7 p.m. at UA King of Prussia. Witness the beginning of a new dynasty. It's only in theaters on February 17th. All right, let's do a couple more of these. I know we're running late now. It took forever to get this. Well, we might as well. But we're having some fun. So, uh, listener, Courtney is going to play with uh, Cuz. So we're going to ask a jock question, Nick, whenever you're ready. All right, Anthony. As you guys are driving across the country for the Super Bowl, here's your question. Which is the only team in the NFL to neither play in nor host the Super Bowl? Which is the only team in the NFL to neither play in nor host the Super Bowl? Okay, let's see if Anthony knows the answer to this one. Thinking. The Browns. He says the Browns. Cleveland Browns. All right, let's go to Courtney. And see if she agrees or disagrees with that answer. And she is. We're looking at Connor for the answer. She says she disagrees. Sorry, Courtney. Stick with the professional. He is correct. Cleveland Browns. And that means that you lose. So they've never hosted nor ever been in. The only team in the NFL. Yeah, there are a few teams that have never made it to the Super Bowl. But uh, those cities have hosted. The Cleveland Browns, neither one of those. Okay. uh, Connor, don't take any more callers. These are going to be the last ones that we go to because we had a break. So let's go to Bob next and uh, try this out. This time it's with Jackie. We're doing another rock question as we're playing Rock and Jocks. Rocks and Jocks. Jackie, I really wanted to to get in a Rolling Stones question, so we're going to ask you this. The Rolling Stones released Sticky Fingers in 1971. What was their follow-up release in 1972? Uh, 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 Exile on Main Street. He says Exile on Main Street. Let's go to listener Bob and see if he agrees or disagrees with Jackie on that answer. He says he agrees, and that is correct. Exile of Main Street came out in 1972. Great answer, and that means we have a prize for Bob. Bob, you have a case of Hop Horizon from Trogues, bursting with juicy waves of citrus, hints of bubblegum, and a pop of tropical fruit. Hop Horizon is your shortcut to where the sky meets the binds. All right. We have two more to go, and that's going to be it. We have listener John. <laughs> almost the third time I did it. What did you almost say? I almost said a natural traffic on 93 WMMR. <laughs> 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 it's this one piece of comedy for some reason. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah. All right, listener John, and this is with Anthony, and uh, we have a jock question for Anthony. All Here right, Anthony, go. I think this is a tough one, but I think that you can get it. Only one state in the United States, only one state has two teams with the same name in two different sports. Name the state and that team name. There's only one state in the United States that has two teams with the same name in two different sports. Name that state and the team name. Okay, so uh, la, 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 I'll go. Uh, 
Michigan. He says Michigan. All right, let's see if listener John agrees or disagrees with Michigan. All right, and he is, we're looking at Connor for the answer. Thumbs up, thumbs down, because our phone lines don't work today. He says he disagrees, and he's correct. Who is it, Nick? It's California with the Kings, the Los Angeles Kings in the NHL, and the Sacramento Kings in the NBA. There you go. Yeah, you got to figure the big state, right? Like a great one. Nice. It used to be the Cardinals in St. Louis, right, and then yeah. they left, and uh, the uh, uh, the football Cardinals left. Yeah. And then it ended that. Then they bought the schmutzes. The schmutzes, the, the, the St. Louis schmutzes. I about your town. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go to Paul as our final. Oh, what does John get? I'm sorry, John Marissa. John gets a hers, truck, a hers chip truck filled with a variety of your favorite snack foods from hers. For the biggest game of the year, make a smart play call and score bags of hers, Philly's favorite hometown snack. And Wonderful. that's your traffic. three <laughs> WMMR. Last one is Paul, and we're going to go with a rock question for Jackie. I can't believe we tossed the coin that many times and it came up <laughs> in their respect. You'd never have that kind of luck right. at the casino. I'm going to challenge you on this one uh, and see if you know the answer to this, Jackie. I got a couple of different ones, but I think I'm going to I'm going to dive right into the hair metal and see if you know the answer. Singer Mike Tramp and guitarist Vito Brata fronted which band? Right, singer Mike Tramp. From Brooklyn the Moor. Brooklyn the Moors. White Lion. White Lion. All right, let's see if Paul agrees or disagrees with the answer. Uh, White Lion. Paul agrees, and that is correct. Yeah. Nice work, Jackie Bam Bam. And Paul gets our last prize. Paul, it's a case of Hop Horizon from Trogues, bursting with juicy waves of citrus, hints of bubblegum, and a pop of tropical fruit. Hop Horizon is your shortcut to where the sky meets the vines. All right, and that is our last one. After a bit of a bump, we made it work. Yes. It took some effort, but we got there. Color me impressed with both our competitors. Anthony and Jackie did a great job. Yep, I agree. And I tell you what, guys, we already ran. We ran pretty late on that, so we are going to have to go ahead and take a break right now. And we'll come Uh, back with part two, right? uh, Well, not part two, but we are going to come back uh, quickly because we have a couple of guests, including Adam McKay, when we return. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have a guest on the line, and if you thought that you had missed your opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, that may not be over with because uh, she's going to tell you how you can not only... Get tickets to the game, but I mean, get like this full VIP hookup. All right, this is as good as it gets. The only caveat is, is uh, airfare is not included, but I think you can handle that when you hear one this pack. What, what's in this package? We want to welcome the president and CEO of the Make a Wish Foundation, Philadelphia and Delaware. This is Jennifer Davis yeah. via Zoom this morning. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me okay? We can hear you just fine. So uh, we're happy to have you on board. And we just, I mean, who doesn't love what you guys do? It's just such a great organization. So kudos to all that you and Make-A-Wish do. Thank you. And thank you for having us on this morning so we can share a little bit more about that. Yeah. So so you had this, you got this Super Bowl package and we're going to make this very, very clear. Airfare not included, but what is included is pretty awesome. And people, and, and we'll go through the details of this. But people are bidding on this? Is this how you potentially win it? 
Yeah, so this is an online auction, and this came to us by way of a very generous uh, WISH alumni family member whose her granddaughter had received a WISH uh, a few years back, and she uh, had this package, and uh, her team was not going to the Super Bowl this year, so she wanted to do something really great with it. So what's great about this package is that 100% of the winning bid comes to support the mission of Make-A-Wish. Wow. That, that's Every bit of it. straight through as you can get, and we are always attracted to charities where that's the case. Yes, and uh, you guys are you guys you know put the the revenue that comes in right to work with making these wishes come true, and then you know uh, what I was just getting sort of the peripheral idea of what you got going on with this VIP package, but it's pretty amazing. What what all is included? Yeah, it is a really amazing opportunity, and it's again, it's not too late to get to the big game this year. Uh, and you can also support a really great cause. So, so in the package includes a um, two tickets to the game, which includes, of course, a half day uh, show by Rihanna, which is really exciting. Um, a three night stay at the Hyatt place in downtown Phoenix. It's a king size uh, room. So, you know, you'll be very comfortable with your guests from Friday to Monday, out on Monday. Um, you also, through this package, get uh, opportunity to participate in a hospitality reception, both pre and post game. Nice. And that's an all inclusive all-inclusive experience, uh, all the food, all the drink you can uh, want or need. And uh, at the pregame, um, Cheryl Crow will be performing at that uh, reception, which is a really cool experience. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so this is round-trip tra- round tra- transportation to and from the hotel um, to the stadium, which is really great, too, so you don't have to worry about driving. Um, and uh, concierge guest services through the hotel, of course, so as well. Once you get there, everything is taken care of and that's i mean that's that's a that's a celebrity type experience yes you will certainly feel like a star uh all while supporting a great cause and, and getting to see your philadelphia eagles and there's a there's a post-game uh event steve awesome. that you'll be a part of so this is the, not just tickets to the game and a place to stay right this is the stuff the pre-game party the post-game party all that round trip, uh, uh, you know, driving to and from the hotel, that's a pretty sweet package You know deal. what a nightmare it is. Oh. Yeah, you're, you're, you're good to go. All right, so <laughs> how do people bid uh, on this then? Yeah, so you can go to our website. It is an online bid, and there's only four hours left. It, this closes at 1 p.m., so you guys got to act quick. Uh, but, again, it's not too late. Our website is wishphl.givesmart.com. I can say that again. It's wishphl.givesmart.com, or you can text wishphl to 76278. So highest highest bidder in four hours takes it, correct? Correct. And there is a current bid uh, right now of 15000 which is far below retail value. This retails for about $22,000. Wow. So the current uh, donor is getting a very good deal, but he or she does not have to walk away with it. It's still available for your listening audit. All right. Okay. If there's some people that have a little disposable income uh, and have been waiting for the right moment or maybe some plans cancel for this weekend and you can make it. Yeah. Then you need to bid on this. Cancel those damn plans. I'll say this also. The knowledge is sometimes you say, okay, you're just, you're burning the money up. You're, You're getting the experience, but to know that it goes... You're, you know, to helping out Make-A-Wish and furthering the cause of what you guys do. That's uh, such a good bonus to this. 
admittedly extravagant but wonderful thing. So yep. everyone wins all the way around. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I'll also add that um, all the all the donations that go to Make-A-Wish stay here locally in the Philadelphia and Delaware region. Excellent. So your money will go to work for kids in our community. Excellent. And if people uh, do have someone in their life that they think should be the recipient of a wish and, and they're in uh, your chapter's area, what's the best way to go about reaching out to you? Yeah, you can make a referral directly on our website, um, which is wish.org forward slash P-H-I-L-A-D-E-S-V dot org. Uh, we can send that your way as well. And all of this information we posted on our website on WMMR.com. It'll be easy, very easy for our listeners to uh, to access. So uh, I'd, I'd say if you have the means, reach out and grab this. Yes. This is, this is the yes. hookup. This is not just tickets to the game. This is more than that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's fantastic. It's an incredible experience. Yeah, Excellent. thank you guys so much. Anytime. Jennifer, keep doing great work. We love you and we appreciate it this morning. All right. Have a good day, guys. Jennifer yeah. Davis does amazing work. She's the CEO of the area. The Keo. Uh The Keo, yeah. if you will. Uh, for, uh, I was actually, the other day I was, um, I forgot why. You know, oh, I remember. It was a bizarre file story I almost shared, but it was terrible. Somebody destroyed the um, uh, the statue marking uh, the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which I don't know why somebody would do that. Because people are insane. I, th- I think it originated, it might have been in, in Arizona. Uh, but reading the story of how that whole thing got started, and it was just simply uh, a, a kid who was sick, who was very, very sick, who had cancer, and I think he wanted to be a policeman for the day. Mm-hmm. And they made it happen. They, yeah. This is before the organization happened. Right. Someone said, yeah, I know somebody who works in the police department. We could do something like that. And they did it, and they were like, the the return that they got from that, from this child, was just like... Yeah. Boom. No brainer. And so they started putting the, the word out and then it became what it is now. So amazing. I don't th- uh, yeah, I don't think, <laughs> who, as you said in the beginning of the interview, who who doesn't respond favorably to make yep. a wish? Yep, exactly. All right. So we had a couple minutes before we get uh, Adam McKay on. He's about 10 minutes away. Uh, so we'll chat with him in just a few. Do you want to uh, try your uh, your uh, speech later on, Donald? <laughs> What, my speech from the master class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm saving okay. that for just people right. in attendance, that's all. Uh, but Marissa did send me this article that she said, and it was a a, um, uh, a breakdown of what the average price of hosting a Super Bowl party okay. this what, year What it's going to cost to put one together. Yeah. Or did they give you a, 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 a base attendance level? Are we talking like a small, medium? You know what? In oh. this particular uh, study, it didn't. I think it's just like what the average... Uh, Super Bowl party size will be, and therefore the prices of that. But it doesn't indicate what the size would be. That explains it because I felt like that number was low. So yeah. maybe it's just for like a family of four. Yeah, which sounds like a lame Super well, Bowl not, party. I was just saying, that's not really a party. <laughs> hey, we're having a party with the people we live with. Um, it's probably more than a family of four. Okay. Uh, it's probably you know like a dozen people or something like that. Uh, because I'm looking at um the, the alcohol price. Okay, so uh, it would. Run, they're saying that it should run you about seventy two dollars uh, in alcohol. Well, the kids really put the booze away. Yeah, yeah so yeah. we're talking about yeah, you know a couple cases that? of beer, a couple bottles of booze. That sounds like a small party. It yeah. does sound like a small party, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, decorations and merch forty seven dollars and eighty nine cents, and food and non alcoholic drinks would run you about sixty one dollars with a whopping total for your Super Bowl party this year. One hundred and eighty-one dollars and twenty-eight. No way. Oh Not yeah. A chance in hell that you're going to have a Super Bowl party for under two hundred dollars. Okay. So what 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 do you think this is as as uh, is missing? 
it, it just in volume? No, just yeah, the 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 number. I mean, if you're think about it, how many people you're going to have over? I mean, that, that if that's the price, that's a very small party. Are okay. you having one? Uh, no, but I'm going to one. Okay, who's having the party? My brother. Okay, does he do a big blowout? Um, no, I, th- I no, it's not huge. It's not going to be tiny. I mean, our family's not small, so um, right. it, it's not going to be huge. But uh, I can guarantee you, he spent more than that. <laughs> is he is he hiring uh, balloons by Victoria? Of, of course, always. Yes. Of course, yes. Balloons by <laughs> yeah. Victoria decorated our studio this morning. Uh, and you can you can take a look. <clears throat> I think we posted a, a video on social. I mean, you can see that. But yeah, so I yeah these these numbers look a little low to me yeah, as well, awesome. Marissa. This is from uh, Betway. I don't know who they are or why they're they idiots. decided to do this, but they're morons. You know, <laughs> morons. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're probably spending more than that. Speaking of uh, uh, the Super Bowl party, uh, it's interesting that if you're if you're going to make guacamole. Uh, there's a truckload of avocados headed from Mexico for the United States, uh, and it's uh, getting ready as the Super Bowl draws closer, and it could be worth m- as much as $100,000. Some shipments of Mexican avocados are getting police escorts right now. <laughs> because there's, there's a big black market. They're so in demand. A police and, and escort they, yeah. for avocados. Well, they were just on sale at Whole Foods. I had the sponsor in traffic. Hey, we just had like a half a million of them in yeah. town yeah, last year. That were being given away. Yeah. Got to text that guy. Uh, drivers like Jesus Quintero said that his route is safer with the added protection. He said they haven't stolen one or two, uh, but one every week. Uh, but it's not daily like it used to be. Is he talking about entire payloads or is he talking about one avocado? No, I think the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole truck. <laughs> Uh, he says that uh, thieves not only took the fruit, but the vehicle too. And the whole damn bar. Uh <laughs> Police escort 40 trucks per day, helping 300 tons of avocados reach your kitchen for game day. I'm coming back around into avocado appreciation. Okay. Uh, for, some, for some reason, it left me where I did not like avocados at all. I love it. Uh, and I, now I'm coming slowly back into it. I probably like them too much. I could eat them every day. And I know they're good month. for you. I know it's healthy, you know, uh, oils and stuff, but they are uh, calorically pretty high. They are. Um, but, uh, do you guys love a good, fresh guacamole? Yeah. I do. Yeah. It's like I the do. only so thing good. I can make. When they make it at the table for you, like at Elvis yes. or whatever, it's yeah. so damn awesome. Kathy, yeah. making guacamole, you can go up to the roof and drive everything into the parking lot and it'll be guacamole. <laughs> so, what's in your guac? Do you know offhand or do you do it by a recipe that you have written down? No, just, um, avocado. I do the, uh, tomato, depending on who's there, some onion. Uh, I don't put the, pe- the, uh, like serrano peppers in just because it, it bothers me. Um, and lime juice, salt, pepper. It's mm-hmm. like it's so delicious. Okay, pretty basic. I like lemon better than more than lime. But yeah. yeah. So besides Kathy, are you guys doing anything for the Super Bowl? Because I was chatting with Connor earlier, and, and most of my friends are just kind of chilling at home. She's going to her brother's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's Except what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I said besides. Oh, Kathy. besides Kathy, I'm, I'm going to Kathy's brother's. I do a squat, <laughs> yeah. man. I'm staying at home. That's kind of what I want to do. I'm having a nice, uh, comfortable. I got my spot. And uh, I'm going to have uh, undivided attention. I'm trying to determine what uh, I'm probably going to do the primo thing, you know, at least uh, food wise, you know, but uh, it's all up for grabs. But I do like that low key thing as well, especially since it's funny because we got a, a memo that, the, you know, the uh, the offices are opening up later on Monday. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Steve says we can get here at 1030. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my son told me yesterday that uh, he wouldn't be surprised if they canceled school entirely if the Eagles went on. Sunday night, and like I've, I, the two-hour delay kind of makes sense to me, but to cancel school, the I, huge difference think, is we're we're in the Super Bowl. That, that's the whole yeah, big thing, you know. Uh, but but I think that the uh, the logic that you get to go to school the next day, yeah. 
And if they win, go nuts, celebrate a victory with everybody. Yeah. I think that's I, cooler than waiting a whole 24 I hours. Agree. Yeah. Can I or, ask you guys a question? Hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, if everybody else is going into work two hours late, can we come into work two hours late? We <laughs> had that discussion while you were on the phone. Oh, right, damn it. Right. I was talking to Rodney. I'm sorry, guys. So, what right. we, so, yes is the answer? Yes, uh, you can come in late. <laughs> well, it's funny because a lot of times when there when there are the offices are closing early, we would actually have to hang around to leave at the time that they're yeah. you know in a snowstorm or something. Yeah. And I think the problem of canceling school too is um, p- most businesses are not going to say don't come in on Monday, so the parents still have to go to work. It, yeah. So now you've got childcare. Yeah. Issues. True. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the two-hour delay. I, I like that. But I think for most people, it's probably going to be an issue, cause an issue uh, if they cancel school. Because they have to go to work. Yeah. Can't, mm-hmm. Do you always have to know what your kids are doing? Is that? <laughs> yeah. Is it possible for once you just give them some uh, time alone and you leave them for a while? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm all about a lower-key event, staying yes. at home, watching the game. I've been to enough Super Bowl parties in my lifetime. I've done that already. But now it seems like it's too much. Uh, there's too much racket going on. Yeah, there's too much ja- jarring, and I- I'd rather watch the game and the commercials and the entertainment and that stuff, and not have- be distracted by everybody talking. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. I'm with so, you, man. All right. Um, okay. I just got waved off. Just I was pause for one second. We're not ready, ready to go to our guests, but we're not ready yet. Just in a few seconds. Chill, okay. bro. All right. Well, <laughs> like, how about a few seconds? As in, right now, we're All right. ready. I like it that way. All right. Our next guest was on with us five years ago, leading yes. up to Super Bowl uh, Fifty Two. I think the city pretty much embraced the fact it was that conversation that led to the victory. I think so. Yeah. By now, and uh, besides that, it's just great to talk to <laughs> any given time, especially with the you know most recent projects like the menu that came out. Oh man. So we haven't talked to him since Don't Look Up came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we are excited to have back against, uh, again, one more time, Philadelphia's native son, Adam McKay hey, is joining hey. us. Good morning, Adam. Hey, how you all doing? Dude, we are great. It is wonderful. Thank you for taking the time to come on today and, and be on with us, ma'am. Of course. Always a pleasure. Uh, and what great circumstances, man. This this team is special. I was actually talking to someone. I think this might be the best Eagles team of my lifetime. The best Eagles team of your lifetime. I would have to say so. I mean, they've been, uh, they, they have a dominant. This is the best, uh, se- best regular, regular season, season record, yeah. right? Most wins, yeah, in the regular yeah. season. Yeah, so that's a, I think that's an accurate description, Adam. Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, the offensive line is an all-timer. The receivers, I love this quarterback. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Um, now I've just completely jinxed the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, our audio unfortunately is becoming it's, very muffled. Yeah, and we, we can't hear you very well. But uh, no, I don't. I don't think you've jinxed it. I think you're good to go. In fact, we're as we speak, Adam. Uh, we have our producer, Casey, driving across the country. He just left <laughs> Oklahoma City this morning, uh, and he's he's planting green roses in all of the other cities that are named Philadelphia uh, on his drive. So he's been to Philadelphia, Illinois, and Philadelphia, Missouri. They're going to stop by Philadelphia, New Mexico later on today. So we're, we're laying the groundwork. I think, I think we've eclipsed your jinx, so don't worry about that. Fantastic. That is quite a trip. Yeah. Where is it? Cities are their name Philadelphia in the U.S. 
I don't know the exact number, but twelve. Th- there's a Tennessee. There's New York. There's Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. Th- so there are several. But the way that we had to map it out, Adam, was uh, for them to get across the country in, in as short a time as possible. So we couldn't hit all of the Philadelphias, but they were able to hit two yesterday. Yep. And then there'll be one more tonight. Wow. Wow. Well, God bless you guys. You're doing uh, God's work. So thanks, man. We well, appreciate it. I think I think all, there's a whole bunch of things that are sort of conspiring in a, in a, in a perfect way. I, I pointed out to Preston this morning. I mean, it's 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 sad, but it it does tie into us talking to you today. Uh, the Texas attorney that Dick Cheney shot in the face with birdshot, yeah. um, he, he passed away. So, uh, you know, in a way, all of these things do have a connection. So, uh, you know, in, in that way, take it for what it's worth. Uh, he was 96. So he had a good run. He had a good life. Yeah, so there we go. But, but uh, it, all of this seems to be heading in the right direction. Now, will you... Will you yourself uh, be uh, part of a, a gathering, a party, or are you going to play it low-key at home? Yeah. You know, I think we're talking about a small gathering, so we'll have about maybe 10 people over, and I know a couple of Eagles fans out here, so yeah, we'll be uh, screaming at a TV screen <laughs> and our here on the uh, Eagles. Awesome. I'm the Eggles. I love it. Hey, uh, aside from uh, football, Adam, I, I, I had this story uh, a week or two ago, uh, but there's a restaurant in New Jersey uh, that has now put on their menu uh, the menu cheeseburger uh, from the movie that you produced, The Menu. Uh, and you have to admit, it was one of the tastiest looking cheeseburgers ever on film. Really good job because uh, uh, that that cheeseburger is the whole ending of the movie, so it had to look darn good, and they nailed it. Yeah, they did it uh, for the premiere too. They made cheeseburgers, and uh, our producer Betsy Koch from that sent me a picture. And it was a good sign. I wanted it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that movie um, did? And it, it reminds me, and I, I think you're in the same pocket with this, Adam, is that I loved there was during the second, you know, golden period of Hollywood in the 70s, um, there were just, you know, these movies would come out. And it's like, how do these ever, you know, get made or that? In other words, someone said, Let, let's try it. Let's go for it. And the menu is that kind of movie. Like these comes out of left field uh-huh. and it just catches you and you you haven't seen anything like it before. You don't know where it's going and you love the ride. And they used to that used to be more common, uh, you know, it with the a lot of the movie. I remember seeing a movie with Burt Lancaster called The Swimmer that was about a guy swimming backyard to backyard in in people's pools swimming back to his home. This is the most bizarre thing in the world, but it was a really good movie. And that's what the menu is. You must be drawn to projects like that. So funny you mentioned The Swimmer because when I first started coming out to Los Angeles in the late 90s, one of the first ideas I pitched was a remake of The Swimmer. Get out. Wow. It's a good movie. I mean, so this, what you, you, there's an ending that you find out about why this guy is doing this on this bizarre sojourn. But that's unique. I, uh, to be, to walk in these days, I think to to a lot of the movie companies, and, you, and obviously you have a lot of, of of gravitas, so you could you could probably move that forward. But but I, I I think they would look at you sideways if you walked in and tried to get stuff that that bizarre 
um, you know, done today. Am I correct? Well, although, you know, they're always looking for projects that are different, that grab you. And, you know, it's an old cliche, but if you have a great script and it all comes down to that read of that script and the menu was a great script, Seth Reese, Will Tracy, the second I read it, you know, it's one of those reads where you read it and it feels like it takes five minutes and you're always looking for that. And there's still a lot of studios out here that will go off of a great script. That having all been said, it's still a miracle anytime you get a movie made. It still feels like I can't believe this is happening. Wow. But that that read of that script was just incredible. And then the whole team that executed it, the director, Mark Mylod, the cast was, you know, Rave Fines, Anya Teller-Joy, Nicholas Holt. They were all just delivered on it so you got to put it all together but it does really it's old-fashioned but it's true the great script still gets the ball rolling well speaking of great scripts and great stories uh winning time the rise of the lakers dynasty was just terrific television and it was also shot in a way that it made it feel like late 70s early 80s uh you you're executive producer on that and i think that there's a season two coming out soon is that right adam yeah we're actually editing it right now and uh, it's such a fun show. You guys know I'm a huge <laughs> fan and a Sixers fan. Uh, my friend Daryl Morey, team president of the Sixers, they're looking good. And so it's just been a joy and incredible cast and uh, getting to kind of celebrate and uh, go into the the inside stories behind that great Lakers dynasty, which... You know, unfortunately, they beat the Sixers a few times. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't you can't always get it. Hopefully, the the uh, the Eagles, um, you know, um, uh, deliver for us. But it, it, that's the pain of sports, is you know that, and that's that's what makes it you know so intriguing. Is you know, it can go either way. But I have to ask about the make me regret this auction um, that that you are a part of a charity auction. Can you explain what what that was and what what is? And uh, what the goal is? Yeah, so that was a funny thing. Like a lot of people during COVID, I went through sort of old shelves in my house and found old sports cards, comic books. I had movie props that were sitting around. And, you know, like a lot of people, I've just been concerned about what's going on with warming the climate, you know, all the scary kind of freak weather and, you know, they're running out of water over here in the Southwest right. from this route. And, uh, and like a lot of people, I don't think our government's quite doing enough. So this was a great opportunity to auction off these really fun items and to raise money for action on climate. And it really worked out well. And and the, the kind of my favorite item was the actual prop from Anchorman, the Sex Panther cologne. Oh, oh yes. Wow. Sex Panther oh. cologne, the actual cologne bottle. And how much did that go for, Adam? It's the exact amount, but it raised a pretty penny. It was around 45 grand. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
Uh, um, other cool stuff, Avengers, number one, walk-on role in my next movie, uh, cool sports cards. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was really a huge success. And the joke was, make me regret it, was like, let's stop. But, you know, let's stop warming the climate. And then in 10 years, I'll be like, why did I sell that? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, what is your, what is, what is your pride? Because you see, obviously you seem engaged and, and uh, motivated to, to collect things, obviously, over the years. What is the one thing you would refuse to let go? What is your one piece of collected memorabilia you, they would have to pry from your cold, dead hands? Great question. Um God, I, I would have said the Sex Panther cologne. <laughs> office. Um, I have the I have weird collectibles. Actually, before he passed away, a friend of mine visited with Ram Das, and as a joke, I said, "Will you get him to autograph a can of Red Bull?" Because <laughs> opposite of everything he worked for in his life. And uh, so my friend met with Ram Dass like six months before he passed away, and he actually autographed a can of Red Bull. He autographed and a can of Red Bull. Oh, that's great. That's wild. So that, and you have that. There's glass in my office, and it obviously <laughs> so. Maybe that's the last one. I don't know. Honestly, it was the Sex Panther. That was the one. Sex that was Panther. the one. I can't argue with oh that. My yeah. Gosh, man. You know, and, and, uh, we had t- years ago, we talked to Paul Rudd before his star really took yeah. off. And we, and we asked him about uh, Sex Panther and all that stuff and that, and that scene. And, and this, especially where he where he names his testicles in the movie. <laughs> I forgot the first one, but the second was Dr. Kenneth Noisewater. And he said that you allowed him to pick the names for his testicle, and he picked, like, his best friend and then a name that they had, like, chosen out of the phone the book. phone book yeah. out of ra- randomly or something like that. I just love that you allow people uh, to, to improv and come up with the comedy themselves like that. Have to any time an actor is going to name their testicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, it, it's, it's a it's a courtesy in the industry. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is the best. Um, you know, and, and we had mentioned uh, the menu, but I, I I I think last time we spoke to you, I think uh, Don't Look Up hadn't come out yet, and I just wanted to tell you how much I. Really, really enjoyed that film, uh, and especially the, um, not to give anything away, but the dinner scene that took place uh, before things uh, turn at the end of the film, I just thought was so wonderfully touching, and I'm, I'm sure you were, were you thrilled at how the whole thing turned out when you were said and done with it, Adam? It was an experience like I've never had before. It was released, obviously, on Netflix. And the thing I didn't realize with Netflix is when they put that movie out, it goes out all around the world. Mm. So the this movie is like number one in Nigeria, Brazil, the president of Ukraine was talking about it. Um, and it, it was wild uh, looking on social media, seeing all these different languages. Uh, they don't know. They don't tell you exactly, but they think like 400 million people ended up seeing the movie. So it was really cool to see the 
people in all these different countries identify with the idea of being BSed by their, their governments and media. Uh, it, was, it was really cool. And, you know, it was, a, a, in a lot of ways, a silly comedy, too, that sort of see people laugh uh, all around the world in all these different countries. It was, uh, it was a remarkable experience. Well, the, the the connection's a little poor, but yeah, we 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 what you said actually reminds us. Uh, we um, Zach Snyder is, is a friend of the show as well, and he talked about that experience on Netflix. The way you just said it, they push a button, and suddenly you have this this global response to something you've been working on. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It it, it just happens in like the movie comes out. And then two and a half hours later, it's a big, epic movie. Uh, you just see, like, social media lights up with all these different languages. You see it come out in Arabic and these Slavic languages wow. and Scandinavian and Asian. And uh, I've just never, I mean, we've had movies do well around the world, but never like that. It, it, it feels like a James Cameron movie or something. <laughs> it was really cool. Very cool experience. Awesome. Well, that's how I found out about the menu. Um, okay. I'm, I'm a dork for the food world. I do a food podcast. My whole Instagram is filled with food. Um, and when that came out, I hadn't opened up Netflix yet, but all of my foodie friends started sharing memes from the movie and all <laughs> of the things. But I kind of loved going into it, not quite knowing what it was about. But once I was into it, it, it just became my life for a couple of weeks. It's all I would talk about because it is so good and encompasses that world. And as Preston was saying, thank you for Don't Look Up, which I thank you as well, too. Thank you for the menu from all of the Philadelphia food people. We all are loving it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that was another experience where that movie was in the movie theaters. And then it went on, it launched on HBO Max. And it hit the streaming. And you just saw the movie, like, detonate. Yeah. All this, just everywhere. Um, so I really like that combination. I, I, of course, am old school, so I love seeing movies in a movie theater. But the streaming thing is very cool with that worldwide connection. Uh, do, do you have any predictions for movie theaters, Adam? And I and I know you know what you mean by uh, it's 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 an experience to go out. And, like I, I proposed to my uh, family the the other night. I'm like, let's do dinner and a movie. We haven't done this in a long time. It's uh, the the Ant Man movies coming out. We love yeah. the Marvel movies. I'm like, let's go do this. Uh, because I miss doing that type of thing, but it seems to be much, much fewer and far in between that we have the occasions that we do that type of thing. I don't, I don't think movie theaters will ever go away. I think they may change. You might see like more 3D or the seats move or all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, we've lived through. They said television would kill movie theaters. They said. VCRs, now it's streaming. I mean, I think the COVID changed a lot of our habits, but we just did the same thing. My wife and I went and saw a movie uh, last weekend for the first time in like two years, which wow. is crazy. Mm -hmm. We went to a movie theater. There's just no experience like it. So I think the streaming is just part of the experience, but I, I really don't think they're going to go away 
uh, movie theaters because it's just cool to sit with a group of people. I mean, to see a horror movie hmm. or a comedy and like feel hmm. a giant crowd laughing or to see a cool action movie or we saw this really cool Iranian film called No Bears and amazing, amazing movie. And afterwards, there are people standing out in front of the movie theater talking about the movie. Yeah, yeah. it's just an experience like no other. Well, well Preston mentioned Ant-Man. We know that you had a, a brief association with it. We know you are a, 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 a nerd, as are we in that, in that realm. I think your, your passion, if I'm correct in remembering this, is the Silver Surfer. Yeah, I always thought a Silver Surfer feature could be incredible visually, the story. I mean, Noron Rad uh, was on his planet. Galactus was going to take it uh, and destroy the planet. So he sacrificed himself, became his sort of scout yeah. to go destroy other planets. It's an amazing story. And then gets, you know, finds Earth, which is a, conge- a, a, a planet that reminds him of his planet and the whole story is so incredible and visually could be stunning so yeah we've kind of always kicked around that idea that that could be a spectacular feature but you have so many things you're doing and so many projects that are across the boards do you ever see yourself actually getting the opportunity to do something like that is that something that is in your bucket list or is it just sort of fanciful uh, it's probably a bit fanciful at this point. I mean, uh, but I, you know, never say never. I never thought I would co-write a, a Marvel movie. And, I, you know, I was fortunate enough to get to do that on the first Ant-Man. And uh, so, you know, th- things change. I mean, I have a new script I'm working on now uh, that hopefully we're going to start gearing up on. So, you know, Definitely not making a three hundred million dollars silver <laughs> in the next year, but uh, man, it would be fun. And and the people at Marvel are very cool. Kevin Feige is just a, a true fan, so you never know. Uh, Adam, so Stephen mentioned obviously you've always got tons of irons in the fire, and, and you're, you've mentioned the script that you're looking at now. Uh, what's out currently that uh, you would like to point people in the direction of that you've had a hand in? Uh, well, you, you guys are correct. We have the second season of Winning Time coming up. Mm-hmm. We have the second season, or I'm sorry, not second. What am I saying? The next season of Succession is coming up, which is really cool season with a lot of great twists and moves in it. And we just had the menu. We have our third season of painting with John, uh, with John Lurie, which is a really cool show if anyone gets a chance. Um, it's like the anti-Bob Ross painting <laughs> show. Oh, ah. I've heard of it. I've heard of it, yes. Yeah, it's very cool. We've got that coming up. We've got a couple really cool sports documentaries. We have one about the Bishop Sycamore story that kind of made up high school that got on the ESPN that's a crazy crazy story so yeah lots lots of cool stuff coming up lots of stuff being edited and uh i'm sure i'm forgetting five things oh oh, there's a podcast we have called bedtime stories with adam mckay 
uh, available wherever you get your podcasts. And essentially, that's me just improvising a bedtime story. The world got so crazy uh, that I started listening to podcasts when I would go to sleep. So this is me and a bunch of guests like Michaela Watkins and John Lurie improvising bedtime stories. So lots and lots of fun stuff coming out. I love it. I love it. So here's the deal. Anything you ever need to uh, promote at at any level, uh, you uh, just an open door. You're always fantastic on air. You've also sealed what'll be a stellar Super Bowl for the city of Philadelphia by coming on with us today. And one of these years, we're going to do the screening with you for Step Brothers with, yes. all, with all our listeners. And we're going to rent out the Merriam Theater or something downtown with you, Adam, and, and have a, a big group uh, you know, experience in a theater for Step Brothers. We have to. And by the way, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make my prediction on the Super Bowl. I'm going to give an exact score. All right. All right. I'm going to say... I, I think there's going to be a lot of points on the board. The Eagles' offensive line, we know what the Chiefs can do. I'm going to go Eagles win 36 to 27. Wow. wow. All right. Okay. I Bring just it wrote it down. That, 30, that, uh, yeah. that would be an exciting <laughs> game. I think that uh, would be such a wrong prediction. Well, 10 to 3. Up till the moment the game begins, you 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 look like a genius here. So, and everyone is supporting that score. <laughs> I love it. All right, Adam. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, go birds, and uh, we will talk to you again soon, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure. Be well, everyone. You're the best, Adam McKay, yeah. gang. He's what a machine, man. I mean, that's incredible. It was worth waiting out the bad connection. Yeah. We only had to do that because our phones went down. And, yes, uh, yes. But, you know, Bill came in as a complimentary to the way you were handling it. So, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and then also you tell them at the master class today yeah. that your boss gave you thumbs up. I will do that. All right. Uh, we have to take a break right now. So we're going to do that. We still have the bizarre file coming up. We'll return a little bit and we'll check in on Eagle One and see how Casey's big game adventure is going. Stay with us. Two years, the strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Sled registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's Eplier. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double bell. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montauk. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. This morning it is brought to you by Manhattan Bagel. You can place your order today for a sandwich tray from Manhattan Bagel. Sure to satisfy even the hungriest fans on game day. Big game sandwich trays from ManhattanBagel.com. You gather, they cater. It is Manhattan Bagel. All right, we'll begin with uh, this uh, dog rescue story. A dog in uh, Nevada had been uh, living a wild life for the past seven months 
with a pack of coyotes. Ah. Susan McMullen of the Southern Nevada Trapping Team said it seemed like he may have been uh, put out there between seven and eight months, and somehow or another, the coyotes just accepted him. Uh, several neighbors... You know what? We like you. Uh, ...had caught sightings of a white dog traveling with the pack as early as July of 2022, and no one knows quite how the dog named Ghost came to integrate into the pack. That's pretty cool. It's like a story for Elf, basically, except for coyotes and dogs. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Susan had said when Ghost uh, started to limp, the team became concerned for his health. They were just kind of letting him go about the, that, yeah. I guess. Uh, Ghost was captured last week. Is very friendly to humans. A GoFundMe has been set up for the dog's medical bills. He was found with rocks in his stomach. Ghost, could you sit down for a second? You're not a coyote. And various what? infections, yes. Uh, the goal is dog. Uh, to find a loving home for Ghost once he's healthy. That's so. an amazing that cool? story. Yeah. See? All right, this is not an amazing story. Uh, a tra- this is just a terrible story, and it's a follow-up. A little while back, do you remember the... Um, Six-year-old Virginia boy who shot and wounded his first-grade teacher? Yes. Apparently, he constantly cursed at staff and teachers, tried to whip students with his belt, and once choked another teacher until oh. she couldn't breathe. What a little angel. So the original, the story you, in fact, you're, a couple times you reported on this, last time they became aware he had a, a firearm on him, and they just said, well, let him finish out the day. Yeah, so this is according to a legal notice filed by an attorney for the wounded teacher. The incidents were described and a notice sent to the Newport News School District by Diane Toscano, an attorney for the teacher, Abby Zwerner, uh, informing the district that uh, she intends to sue. And they outlined the behavioral issues that the boy had and troubling interactions that he had with teachers and students. Two days before the shooting, the boy allegedly slammed Zwerner's cell phone and broke it. He was given a one-day suspension, but when he returned to her class the following day, he pulled a 9 millimeter handgun out of his pocket and shot her while she sat at a reading table. The choking incident described in the notice was confirmed by the teacher. She said that in 2021, the boy came up behind her as she sat in a chair in front of the class, locked his forearms in front of her neck, and pulled back and down hard. She said a teaching assistant had to pull the boy off of her. Mm. Uh, The teacher requested anonymity because she fears potential retaliation from the school district. She said she reported the incident to the school administrators, but did not receive the kind of supportive response she had hoped from them. Uh, She said, I didn't feel safe the rest of the year because I knew if they didn't protect me when he choked me and I couldn't breathe, that they wouldn't protect me, my kids or colleagues, if he did something uh, that is as harmful. That is more harmful. Like teaching Chucky. Yeah, the boy was uh, later moved to another class in another school. After the shooting, police say the boy was taken to a medical facility where he's receiving unspecified services. So clearly there's some emotional and and, uh, mental issues with this kid, but they need to get him to the... Uh, you know, the people that can help him, uh, for sure. You can't put other people at risk. No. A former police officer has apparently discovered something unusual in the deep wilds of the Pennsylvania woods, and Bigfoot researchers are hailing it as the latest sighting of the mythical beast. Wow. Large and unusual footprints with almost four feet of hey, between them. I gotta them. tell you something. I, I just saw a dog running with a pack of coyotes. <laughs> like a totally white dog. I don't know how that happened. Uh, so Bigfoot, nice to meet The large, unusual footprints with almost four feet between them were spotted near the town of uh, Indiana, uh, Pennsylvania, about 50 miles northeast of Pittsburgh. The tracks, this is according to the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. Well, you can trust them. Or the BRFO. They have nothing to lose. Uh, they said the tracks were similar to human tracks, but different. 
Yeah. And there were no shoe treads in the tracks. Uh, the men said the tracks well, were... Well, where's Bigfoot going to get shoes? Uh, in a large field that had four deer wandering near it at night. And according to uh, Befro, deer are the main protein source for Sasquatches. Uh, the sighting was made December 20th. You must have eaten my hoagies. Uh, investigators uh, published that the uh, Bafro, uh, they investigated in February. The group said that the man who made the report was sincere and credible. We're getting a deer platter for the Super Bowl. They said the tracks are nearly identical to photos taken in Lewis County, Washington in 2020. This is considered a Class B sighting, by the way, Steve. Oh, uh, well. Which indicates that a Sasquatch was not directly seen, but evidence was spotted. So um, they explain a lot of times we're looking at, uh, um, you know, uh, footprints in the snow and how that actually occurs. But there is a show that is, you know, specifically, actually, there's a couple of them, but there's one that they don't, not like they just miss it or they find evidence that it had been there. They literally never encounter anything that anything. in any way indicates in any way. Dude, there, there are some of these shows that try to uncover these things that are laughable. Yeah. There was one the other day that was claiming that we live in the Matrix. Okay, yes. and so they were they were they were citing proof of uh, these jet airliners that were that were stopped in midair in as mid-air. someone is filming. It's an optical illusion. The plane is coming one way, they're driving the other, and as they're rotating, it looks as if the plane is... And, and they're, I, I, they're, I see... The experts you, are swearing. Preston, <laughs> you drank the Kool-Aid. I did, I drank you the Kool-Aid. You don't see the stuck-in-mid-air planes. Oh, my God, it was so funny. All right, well, anyhow, here's another weird thing for you. Uh, it might be winter in the U.S., but it's hot in Brazil, and Rio de Janeiro's summer heat has reached 122 degrees in recent days. You know what that means? What? Predators coming back. Well, while locals can cool off at the beach, the city's zookeepers have found a way to keep the animals comfortable, and that's by feeding them bloody ice. Literally bloody ice. This is like water ice made for predators. Do they sell that at uh, Rita's? I don't know. Flavors of ice given to the zoo's carnivores include uh, chicken, minced meat, and bovine blood. Did you say chicken ice? Uh, yes. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Uh, biologist, what a great summer treat. Uh, Marina Maris said, uh, for the primates, we offer fruit ice creams, which are sweet and more colorful. The uh, herbivores can taste kale, pumpkin, and carrot, but the carnivores, wow. they get blood ice to drink and eat. Why not, right? All right, and then one last story. Uh, this one's good. It's in Alabama. An elderly man who mistook a pond for a place to park <laughs> caused a commotion Thursday morning. According to a Sergeant White with the police department, officers responded to the park shortly before 9 a.m. The 91-year-old man, who White said was, quote, not from here, thought the water was a parking lot. I thought you could park in the pond. White <laughs> said... I, I was having a great day. I just made love to a mailbox. What? And then I was going to go pond parking. White said the driver was able to get out of the van and unharmed. <laughs> the tow truck made its way onto the scene and was successfully able to pull the vehicle from the water. So. The plethora of yeah. stories. And a lot of times these are GPS yeah. uh, things that will lead people oh, yeah. on these. Yep. But there are many many stories like that out there. All right. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right. We are going to take a break. As we take a break, Kathy's going to get us a winner for the secret text word. What? Number caller will it be today, Kathy? Five. All right, caller five two one five two six three WMMR. Let's even know the secret text word. Uh, we'll break at some point before we wrap for the day. We'll catch uh, Casey's big uh, game adventure once again. John the road again as the guys were driving through Oklahoma. We'll see where they are in a little while. Uh, and thank you to uh, all of our sponsors for that, including. 
uh, Duncan and Marriott and hers and Subaru. They're making their way there. It's amazing. It's going great. We'll be back in a moment. Stay put. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Preston and Steve Show podcast. We've already gotten through all of our traffic, so I don't need to turn to Kathy for that. But she did demand that we get the fifth caller. And so far be it for me to go against her wishes. We are looking for that caller now for the secret text word. And it is uh, Brett, who we're going to go to. Hey, Brett, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Brett, if you give us a secret text word, we give you a prize. What is it? Jumping. Jumping, yeah. Yeah. I think it is. Is that it? Yes, it is. Okay, very good. So you, normally Casey looks at me and gives me a thumbs up. I, nor- I normally don't he know did. What the hell He's just many is. states away. All right, so Brett, hang on the line. We're going to give you Girl Live. It's from the Rolling Stones DVD and two CD set. The definitive live hits album from the band's career. Uh, recorded live on their 50th anniversary tour over the course of four shows in December 2012. At the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, featuring guests the Black Keys, Gary Clark Jr., Lady Gaga, John Mayer, Bruce Springsteen, and Mick Taylor as well. It's available in multiple formats uh, this Friday for Mercury Records. And then we grabbed a random texture. It is Wayne Duffy of Turnersville, New Jersey. You get the prize pack as well. All right, we're going to get into music news. No. The lesson question. Yeah. That's what we're going to do today. And we are going to give away. Then we're going to get into trash after that. I'm trying to follow the order here. Question and prize. Uh, the prize is a pair of tickets to see uh, comedian Steve Trevino this Friday, by the way, at the Keswick Theater. And the question we will go with is this. What accent or country? No, I'm not going to do that. All right. How about this? <laughs> what football franchise replaced the St. Louis Cardinals? Two one five two six three WMMR. I'll give you a hint. It's not a real football team. No, it's not. All right. What football franchise replaced the St. Louis Cardinals? Two one five two six three WMMR. If you heard it earlier and you know the answer, call right now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by uh, Five Hour Energy. Rediscover Five Hour Energy. It'll get you through again. Visit fivehourenergy.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, actor Rupert Everett says Prince Harry is lying when recounting how he lost his virginity in his memoir, Spare. Everett says it was not behind a busy pub in Sussex, but rather on a movie set with the woman who played Mama Fratelli. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Go figure. Legendary fashion designer Paco Rabanne has passed away at the age of 88. The mentally depleted Rabanne was rumored to be working on what he felt would be his greatest achievement, little tiny hats for your nose. Oh, yes. <laughs> he was kind of out of it. Pamela Anderson's sons, Brandon and Dylan, admit they wish their mother had accepted money that had been offered to her for that notorious sex tape. Brandon and Dylan explain, saying they've always wanted to buy movie-quality Chewbacca masks. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. All right, we are looking for the answer to this particular question, which is what football franchise replaced the St. Louis Cardinals 215 263 
WMMR, and we will go to Drew. Hey, Drew, good morning. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> All right, Drew. So who replaced the St. Louis uh, Cardinals football-wise? That would be the St. Louis Schmutz, buddy. The Schmutzes. <laughs> you are correct. Yep. Hang on a second. You got it right. Means he gets a pair of tickets to see comedian Steve Trevino, and that will be this Friday. And it's at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Tickets are available now at AXS.com. All right, now we get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Brooklyn Bowl. Miller Lite presents uh, Bird Bowl 2023 at Brooklyn Bowl, Philadelphia. Uh, BrooklynBowl.com to get all of the details. Couple of stories for you here. We'll start with uh, Foo Fighters, Killers, Greta Van Fleet, Weezer. They are all confirmed for the 2023 edition of See Here Now Festival. Now! And that will take place at uh, North Beach Asbury Park and Bradley Park in Asbury uh, Park. Uh, so, in New Jersey. So, other performers include uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, uh, Mount Choi, Cheryl Crow, the Beach Boys, and more. Uh, the shows will be September 16th and 17th of this year. Our friends uh, Snack Time are playing it, too. Oh, that's oh, cool. Is that right? Yeah. I haven't got ticket on sale information as of yet, but I'm sure you can research that and find that out real quick. Uh, the day after winning two Grammy Awards, Ozzy Osbourne posted online that he was blessed to work with some of the greatest musicians in the world, and he specifically mentioned his producer, Andrew Watt. The message started out in true Ozzy fashion, writing, I am one lucky mother effer to have won Best Rock Album Grammy. And he went on to write that winning Best Metal Performance was equally gratis- gratifying, especially since the song featured his friend and Black Sabbath bandmate Tony Iommi. Uh, the album features an all-star guest lineup, including Eric Clapton, Chad Smith, Robert Trujillo, uh, Duff McKagan, Zach Wilde, Josh Homme, and Mike McCready, two guests that appeared on the album Taylor Hawkins and Jeff Beckett since passed away, unfortunately. Ozzy was voted Best Metal Performance for Degradation Rules and Best Rock Album for Patient Number 9. He was not in ex- attendance for uh, the awards show, However, Watt was there, and he accepted for him during a pre-broadcast ceremony. And then just one more bit of information, and that'll be it. Ian Hunter. Remember him from Mott the Hoople? Absolutely. His next album. Listen to the people that are going to be on this. It's called Defiance Part 1. Johnny Depp, Joe Elliott, Billy Gibbons, Duff McKagan, Todd Rundgren, Slash, Robert Twillo, uh Waddy Watchell, uh, Taylor Hawkins... And Jeff Beck also recorded for this, too. That's amazing. Uh, about the rock star lineup, the Mott the Hoople legend called it a fluke. He said this was not planned. He said, really, I'm serious. I really couldn't believe some of them. I mean, it's amazing what happened. It's been such a buzz. Uh, Ian Hunter and Mott the Hoople are um, kind of revered. They are. Yeah. Yeah, they're one of those really, in, the, the band was really influential to other people. It was one of those types of bands, even though they had... One or two hits that yeah. I know of, and that's it. And Obviously, get all the young dudes, which is one of them. Oh, saw them. Yeah. Uh, so the first single, Bed of Roses, was released last month. It features uh, Mike Campbell and Tom Petty, the Heartbreakers, on guitar, and Ringo Starr on drums. It's crazy. Yeah. Hunter uh, confirmed about uh, naming the album Defiance. He said, uh, it's like people my age shouldn't be making records, blah, 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 but we've still got a bit left. 
and the album will be released on April 21st. Uh, it's a quickie, but that's all that I have in music news for you this morning, which means we have another break to take when we return. Uh, we'll see if we have the ability to check in with uh, Casey's Big Game Adventure with Anthony and Jackie and Kyle yes. and see how far they've made it as their trek today takes them to Philadelphia, New Mexico. We'll see how far they have to go. We'll be back in a moment. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Wednesday morning with the Preston and Steve Show. Come to the end of the program. Busy, busy day today. Enjoyable day. We had some bumps along the way, but we got past those. <laughs> Technologically, and then uh, Rodney came in and fixed everything. So now uh, the phone lines and everything should work. I mean, we had a lot. We was a trial by fire today, but it was, uh, I had a fun time. Yep, most definitely. Uh, you want to check in with the guys one more time? Yeah. Uh, before we wrap for the day, and we haven't even done our John the Road. John the Road again. Uh, theme song at any point this morning. Until Casey's now. going John the Road again. Yeah, the guys are moving across the country, and uh, their destination today. Is Philadelphia, New Mexico. Yes. Uh, they're not going to make it there during our show, but uh, later on they will be hitting uh, that destination and performing a ritual to uh, help spread the love. They've uh, yesterday hit a number of spots and this morning as well. So let's check back in, Case and company. Yo. Yo, man. Uh, so may I ask where about you guys are now? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Preston, because we're a little less than three miles away from the Oklahoma-Texas border, oh. and uh, it was my goal to be in Texas before we sign off with you guys today, so that is going to happen. Here's another cool thing that just happened while we're on the road. So we're on Route 40 West, and uh, we're coming up behind this, uh, this, uh, this white car in front of us, and I'm like, I think those are Delaware plates. Okay. And uh, as we passed the car, like, she started honking her horn and, like, waving <laughs> at us. And, you know, we were yelling. Yeah. So, I don't know if she's listening to the show. I don't know if she's on her way to Arizona. But, you know, we're making friends on, on uh, 40 White now. That's pretty wild that she cool. picked out your vehicle <clears throat> there as you're approaching uh, Texas and uh, and knew that it was you guys. I mean, you, you are clearly marked. I mean, there's no... Is there anything that says WMMR, or is it just uh, all Eagle stuff? Well, no, we have big magnets on the side of the car that say John the Road again. All right. So, well, there you go. I didn't see those. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was in, in the hub. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's great. And and uh, we encourage people oh, to uh, honk and everything. What's yes. that? Uh, they're going no, in now. I just want to thank Steve because, like, I... Can you guys hear me or not? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you. All right, good, good. So I wanted to thank Steve because I wanted to buy a, a, a throwback jersey, and I had completely forgotten about Big Bird Johnson. Uh, so I just got on the uh, I got on the internet and I ordered my Big Bird Johnson uh, Eagles shirt. So thank you for reminding me. Oh about no it. problem, but doesn't get enough attention. Big Bird Johnson. So was that a Jackie Bam Bam? Yeah, yeah, kind of thing? yeah. Oh, Big Bird Johnson. <laughs> Big Bird Johnson is nobody. Oh, yeah. It was uh, yeah. It was Fozzie Bear was the other. He was they were they were the, the line. Bear. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a cross between Larry Bird and uh, Big Bird. Johnson. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sixers are playing the Celtics tonight. I yeah. gotta get in to New Mexico by six thirty our time. Hey, real quick, guys, I just wanted to let you know that in three, two, one, 
Texas. We're in Texas. We're now in Texas. Hey. It goes wow. and does not stop. All right, well, we're going to... We're going to let you guys go from our show for the day. You'll check back in uh, with the rest of the gang and, and uh, you know, alert us of your progress. And what time do you anticipate uh, Philadelphia, New Mexico? Do you know? It's looking like close to 530. I can't tell if that's 530 our time, meaning 630 your time. But, like, so here, I'll just put it to you this way. We're seven and a half hours of drive time away from our destination. Okay. Pierre. Yes. I think we're going to be passing by Cadillac Ranch, and if we are, Ooh. we're going to stop there. We're going to paint. We'll give you a call. We're going to paint Go Birds on some Cadillacs. Okay, I'd like that, and I I will play Cadillac Ranch for you from Bruce. Nice. And nice. then if you get a chance, Case, paint the word Cadillac on some birds. Yeah, that'd be good oh. too. That's just you know <laughs> coming the way it's going. All right, excellent. Well, you guys are doing great. It's sounding wonderful, and I'm glad everybody is uh, is moving along. And, uh, and enjoying their ride. So we'll check back in with you guys later, and definitely we'll do it again tomorrow morning. And Casey, make sure you guys get songs ready for tomorrow. I think we want to try the uh, carpool karaoke. So, all right, uh, they are continuing on. You can follow uh, their excursion uh, through WMMR.com and our social media accounts. You're posting videos and pictures. All that stuff. Yeah, this stretch of the road is uh, similar to what Casey and Jackie and Kyle did uh, a few months ago. So they're going to go from Oklahoma City uh, about uh, a quarter of the way into New Mexico. And then they head south uh, towards where Philadelphia, New Mexico is and Las Cruces. So they will be passing right by Cadillac Ranch, Amarillo, that part of Texas. So they're on Route 66 then? Well, The old Route 66. Route 66 and Route 40 parallel one another. So Route 40 is the the interstate. Okay. uh, So you can make up some good time doing that. But yeah, they're they're right along Route 66 as they go. What's impressive is the the staggering amount of nothing that's around them currently. Yep, yep. All right, real quick, I'd like to thank uh, Jennifer Davis, who is the president and CEO of the Make-A-Wish Philadelphia and Delaware Foundation. Uh, they have a Super Bowl VIP package. And I mean, it's it's everything but the airfare, but it's like the pre-parties, the post-parties. Top level. Uh, transportation to and from the hotel. You get you know, accommodations, all that stuff. It's really awesome. And 100% of the proceeds go to Make-A-Wish. And we have uh, that information at uh, WMMR.com. Also, thank you to Adam McKay. Hey. Uh, we had a little signal issue, but we eventually got it worked out. Adam was great. Last time the birds won, we had Adam on that week, too. And we always stay on the line with Academy Award winners, no matter what the connection. Yep, always. So that's what we did, but yeah. it was nice to have him on. Uh, Pierre is indeed here. Shall we do the letter yes. of the day? All right, let's get to that right now. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter r as in reality all right and the reality is we have two more letters to go and we give away a word of the week prize which is a two-night weekend stay in a cabin at lackawanna state park courtesy of knock at the cabin from m night Shyamalan. you can save your family or save humanity this february make the choice universal pictures proudly presents a new thriller from m night Shyamalan. knock at the cabin Rated R, now in theaters, and you can visit Lackawanna State Park for hiking, picnicking, swimming, and fishing just 10 miles north of Scranton and easily accessible from I-81. So we will give that away on Friday. Uh, What you got happening today, man? By the way, I liked how Jackie knew all the rock answers. Yeah. (laughs) uh, In the trivia contest earlier. On this 
uh, program, we will have another Wise $50 gift card to give out. We have uh, workforce blocks of Motley Crue for Vince Neal's birthday, Dave Matthews Band, and the good old Grateful Dead. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets. Fresh foods and local flavors also by Manhattan Bagel. You gather, they cater, Manhattan Bagel. And by Dunkin'. Preston and Steve Show runs on Dunkin'. Tomorrow... More with those guys. Uh, our buddy Deuces Rogers, as we're getting right on the cusp of the game this weekend. Yep. We'll talk to Deuces from 6ABC. And another Philly flavor to add to the mix, Kate Flannery. <laughs> Gotta have her. Of the office fame will be joining us. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. <laughs> This is Virginia Lottery Recording Session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday.